Shazam, bitches. Welcome back. Welcome back, Tom Segura. What's up? Yo. What's up, brother? What's up, man? It's good to have you, buddy. Thanks for having me, man. We're going to be doing the Ice House in Pasadena this weekend. Um, so that's a fun place, man. That's one of those old school places. I think they've been open for 30 years now or something Eastside. crazy. Yeah, they've uh, they've been open over. I think don't they claim to be the oldest comedy club? I in think the I think they might be. It's them and like then the Comedy and Magic Club is like right up in there too. Yeah, and then the store I think. But if you go there, it's uh, one of those places that has like it's a like a fucking comedy museum as well as a stand up comedy club. Really cool. That's the coolest part. Yeah, because you're walking around and you see headshots. From like the seventies, man. Headshots from the eighties. Contracts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I saw a David Letterman contract last time I was there. Yeah. And his social security number is on it, but no it's covered way. like by the frame. And I'm like, damn, if you really wanted David Letterman's social security number, you'd just steal this picture and break that frame. Oh, you just gave somebody an wow. idea. Wow. <laughs> Why'd you give You're somebody that idea? Hey, I'm giving. How about you bring war- that up to us before the podcast, <laughs> no. and we say, yeah, maybe we shouldn't <laughs> yeah. talk about that on the air. And you go, yeah, I guess you're right. Whoops. Now you got to talk to the ice house. Bro, I'll, be there, I'll be there tomorrow night. Tickets on sale. Free coupon code on my uh, Twitter. They have other content. They didn't alter too. it at all. They didn't. I, I don't ex- know. They they might have, but oh, I, I was okay. looking at it and I was like, holy shit, why is that just sitting there? Right, like that seems like they would know that by now. You know, it has to be altered. Yeah, it must be altered. I would assume. Hopefully, Jesus Christ. Unless I'm just a crook looking at fucking headshots and I'm like, wow. They busted a bunch of those anonymous cats, huh? Yeah, a shitload of them. Yeah, some in California too. And what do they charge them with? I don't know. That's like cyber terrorism or something like that. Is that that's, what that is? Yeah, that's that's hardcore federal what shit. Did, what did they do exactly? I know they went after companies they thought were bad and uh, they hacked PayPal. I think they did, or they fucked with PayPal somehow. Yeah, I can't remember. And they like started taking people's PayPal's and like buying things on Amazon. Like, they, but it was all fun stuff. Like they would buy like diapers to an right. old person or something like that. Wow. You know? And uh, things like that, but it was hacking PayPal, which I guess can be considered like a bank or something like that. So that would be a federal crime, I would imagine. Yeah, they're fucked, huh? Yeah, you get in real trouble for that shit now, I guess. Remember cyber it? cyber crime is legit now. It's like it's, it's terrorism. It's, like, yeah. Do you remember they used to not have laws for this stuff? Like, because it didn't like when when people would do things like this for the first time, and people would, they would get like, we don't really have a law yet for breaking into this type of account because they didn't know this shit existed. So they had to pass all these laws. We still have to pass laws for new crimes. You know what I yeah, mean? Technology yeah. allows for new crimes to take place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, crimes that didn't exist before. They weren't right. possible before. You remember when they first started using those things over the phone? Where they would have tones that you could call and, and use over the phone, and it would, like, hack the phones? Yeah. What the fuck was that? Yeah, what, how, how did that work? I can't even remember. I don't. I never. Is something you could do to a phone by sending a tone through it, and that certain tone would interact with uh, the machine on the other side. And I don't know what the fuck that it allowed you to do, but just the fact that somebody figured that out, man. Yeah. People are so creepy. They'll, they'll try to exploit every little, you know, in, in any little system. Yeah. There's got to be some way to make money off this. That's why security hack it. Security never becomes foolproof because. Yeah. When you develop a new security system, it becomes someone's mission mm-hmm. to break that. So then you just make it as good as it can be, and then you have to evolve that. Well, you kind of need those guys, though, because if you don't have those guys, you don't have any realistic sense of how secure your data is. Oh, yeah. You know, you need some fucking psychos going after your shit. 
You know, you need, if psychos go after your website, then you, then you know. Then you know. Because you can't just have your employees, well, we're going to test it from the outside and see if we can whack in. Nah, you don't have enough motivation, stupid. Yeah. You, you need to be you, hating the government. Did you tweet that article about the guy who is going to prison now for, like, life or something? For hacking his neighbors? Yeah, yeah he's going wife, for 18 I... years. Well, this he was terrorizing the family. Yeah, that was an he was a crazy amazing person. story. Horrible but like, story. You hear shit about that. Ter- you scary, scary that story. Somebody can just do that. That's yeah. terrifying. I, I think man. as a business, the only way to protect yourself from like these like hacks, like anonymous and stuff like that, is just to have a shitload of cats on your website. You know, so if it's like Wells Fargo Bank, just put cats all over the place. Because I think that's the, how crazy th- this shit is. Like this anonymous and stuff is. It seems like they're only attacking people unless you're you don't get the internet. You know, it's almost like hey, if you like cats and if you like piracy and torrents and and shit like that, then you're on our side. But if you're, it's it's almost like it's like a gang, like a, an internet gang. You know, what are you saying? I don't know. I'm not understanding what you're saying. Like. It, it's connections to like uh, 4chan as as an example right. and things like that. Even if it's not, they're not on in 4chan or whatever. Like it's 4chan all, supports them. They support yeah, 4chan. and then and then Louis so like, Louis Sack or Low Sack or like supports mm-hmm. uh, anonymous. It's almost like it, you just almost have to be in some kind of gang and and just have a lot of cats on your website. I think to protect you. <laughs> Um, what is the cats on the website? That's what Just I'm because saying. that's like saying, hey, I, I, I'm I, on the internet, too. I like cats and hamburgers. and, and what? <laughs> what the fuck are what? you talking about? You you really need to go to a doctor. If, uh, you, if you think anything in that sentence made any sense, you need to go to a doctor. I, I did not follow. All right. I, you want me to explain it? No, 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 no. Definitely not. The definitely thing not. I would say, <laughs> that, no, let's move on from that. What the, the fuck are you talking about? Fucking cats. The thing, the best I, thing. I know what you're saying, though, that it seems like they're in kind of a gang. And it does seem like... Sorry, I, I honestly didn't follow. I'm sorry. All right. You know the internet. What's popular on the internet? Cats and Cats and, and shit like that. Like right. that. Are cats really that popular on the internet? Fuck yeah. It's, like yeah. it's porn, cats, really? business. Is this what happened to Egypt when Egypt went down? Saw <laughs> they, like cat worship? They had a cat Are they going to look at us the same way? You know, maybe this is what cat worship is. Yeah. I mean, if you looked around people's fucking houses of those... Your cat, your thing that you have with the, the cat with the dynamite on it. Yeah. That lucky cat. Think about how many porcelain cats are all throughout people's homes. Tons. There's a yeah, lot of millions. Them. Yeah. There's tons. a lot. If you like, if archaeologists came here from the future, they'd be like, they might say, "Well, they, they were this weird cat worshipping group of fucking ran non-environmentally fucking conscious yeah. freaks." Yeah, cats were running shit, and then they would find out about the toxoplasma shit, and they would make some <laughs> half-ass hypothesis that the reason why we were so fascinated with cats is we all had toxo. Sure. Sure. And that's what made us all go crazy. Do you think that we uh, wrong, like, uh, inaccurately uh, get an idea of, like, past uh, civilizations? Like, uh, I think wildly you have off? To. Like, you have to be, right? Like, where you're like, here's what they used to do. Well, what fucks like my mind, man? 40,000 years ago. What fucks my mind is shit like Sumer. Because there's only a fucking handful of people who can read that shit. That's cuneiform, I think it's called, and it's these weird lines, and man, it takes forever to translate that shit, and there's a lot of discrepancies. It's, that's why that whole Zechariah Sitchin movement, if you're not aware of that, this is, you know, the mm-hmm. Zechariah Sitchin shit, right? That's that he believes that in his study of the Sumerian text, and this guy was like a legit scholar on ancient languages. 
And he believed that his, through his study of the ancient Sumerian text, he believed that it was a detailed account of how the human beings were created by an advanced intellect called the Anunnaki, and that they mixed their DNA with us. And he says this is all in this ancient text, and it's very disputed. There's a lot of people that don't agree with him, a lot of like mainstream you know, scholars from that era, they don't agree with him. But this guy stuck to his fucking guns, and, and he, he believed that the entire human race was created by these, you know, these things called the Anunnaki. And this was all written down. What really fucks my mind is, it, whether or not that's what they wrote down, or what, who knows what crazy person wrote whatever you're reading. Yeah. You know, what you're reading doesn't necessarily represent the whole world. What if you stumbled onto a pile of ancient Stephen King books? You know, I mean, who, yeah. who the fuck knows? Who the fuck yeah. knows what exactly you're reading? When, but it's, it fucks my mind that you can go that far back with people. It's like you can really trace progress, but things get lost somewhere along the way. For and sure. there's a few places where it's like they'll just stumble on some shit and go, whoa, 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 whoa. Where'd this come from? Troy? You mean Troy is real? Yeah. This is a real city? What the fuck? Now, recently, Atlantis, they found Atlantis in Spain. They, they're almost positive. It has the concentric rings. It looks just like it. It's in the right area. And they, there's all these. Really? Yeah. There's, there's also... Um, there's, there's also some interesting evidence that there was uh, models of Atlantis that resembled this, this place, and they had been passed down, like, and the images so closely matched and had all these symbols in it yeah. that represented, like, symbols of Atlantis, and it's just way too close. Like, a lot of scholars are, are getting on board with this. They think they found it. So it's like so much shit is, they're, they're always finding ancient shit. It's like... The civilization has gone so fucking far, but we can't really follow it in a straight line. No, but especially after, like before a certain time. Yeah, when you get like 2000 BC, oh man, yeah. son, how long ago is that? And you know, you know, too, you know? That when those things get like really old ones, they get like they're like this is a civilization that's forty thousand years old, and they they'll they'll you know they'll read something on the wall. They never uh, like take into account the possibility. That it's art, it's always like yeah. they're like this is the document. This is like documentation right. showing that they loved whales and that they would fuck here and talk to the sun here and then eat the whale. And like <laughs> this is what they did in their day. And you go, but what if it was just somebody painting or drawing? Yeah, like they never. That's never well, really a possibility. Well, when human beings first figured out how to communicate, for sure, right away they started lying, right away. Right. I mean, as soon as they realize they can lie and get away with things, then and then you don't get in trouble for stuff, people just start lying, yeah. for sure. It's just, it has to be old as fuck. It seems like just an inherent, like, escape door in, in consciousness, the mm -hmm. ability to communicate, but then give deceptive communication and fuck with other people. So uh, from, from right away, people were probably untrustworthy, and especially in their depictions of the past, Especially when they talk about like things that happen. I mean, Jesus Christ! Everybody knows that the winners write the history books, and you know, back then the history books were written on animal skins. Sure. You know, I mean, yeah. who the fuck knows what really happened? You know, it's like it's very shady at best. And you don't, you never portray yourself really in a negative light. Never. Or shameful. Yeah. No one's, no one's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it's you. I mean, it's. I mean, that's. Of course, there's. You know, different cultures, and they have different depictions of the same story, and you can kind of extrapolate from all those. Who's probably got it right? But it's a lot of gray area, man. Yeah. You're talking about, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. And then they, they constantly have to move the date. 
They found that place in Turkey recently over the last decade or so, I believe. It's called Gobekli Tepe, and it predates anything by like 5,000 years. It's like 12, 13,000 years old. Yeah. And they're like, fuck. Like, we didn't even think people were making shit back yeah. then. They thought that back then people were just strictly hunter-gatherers. So there's all sorts of like, and they don't know that about anything about that culture. They're like, what is this? You know, what? what they, why do they have lizards on their on these rocks that they've carved out? Yeah. They have these giant columns with lizards on them. This one's got a sheep on it. What the fuck were they doing? Yeah, you know, is this like just all the stuff they or eat? The, uh, you know, what what is this? The lines of Nazca. Have you ever seen Ooh, those? Man, dude, those are amazing. That's a trip. And they're so enormous. But yeah. the, the whole thing. I mean, I know this is obviously what everyone says about it, but it really blows your mind when you think about it the only way you could see what you're doing is if you're in the air like yeah. there's no other way to see how well you did this and these things are so old that like how is how could you check it out i mean the 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 lines are as wide as roads yeah the roads yeah wide with <laughs> yeah. turns perfect yeah perfect lines and the only way like you see crop like they do it on farms right like they'll do like fun things but the only way they're seeing what they're doing is somebody's in a plane and radioing like now here and <laughs> drive six yards well the, per, right. the, the guys who make the the crop circles don't have to do that the guys who make the crop circles what they figure out how to do is they just mark some numbers down they figure out like distances like this is guys they call themselves the circle makers and they they've shown that you can make certain you know certain pretty intricate crop right. circles but what's amazing about this is we know that there's air flight now. We know that people are going to see these crop circles. I mean, right. if people made these things for fun or for hijinks, if that's why they're making these crop circles, these beautiful designs, just yeah. to make people go, whoa, what the fuck? We know that people are going to see them from a plane. Mm -hmm. So the idea that these can only be seen from the sky, it's like, who are you making them for? Right. And the fact that they're thousands and thousands of years old to the yeah. point where they don't really know exactly is that do we not even know they don't really know no they don't know why they don't know who they don't know what it symbolizes they don't know if the fucking mountain was flattened out by the way do you know there's an area where the nazca lines is that it looks like it was fucking excavate excavate excavated excuse me it looks like it was excavated it looks like it was flattened out it looks like it was sculpted it looks like it was worked on by machines i don't know if it was but the, I wouldn't be fucking completely surprised that there wasn't some very sophisticated level of humanity at one point in time that died off and dropped back. They you know, I don't know if they were ever as far as we were, but who knows, man? When you see shit, shit like that, there might have been some people flying fucking planes three or four thousand years ago. That might have been real. That could be. It yeah. might be. It might yeah. be. It's, it's fucking. Why, why else would they draw those things, man? Why would they do that? They're incredible. They're giant. Massive. And the, yeah, it's what's the purpose? Those are from the sky. You're supposed to look at it from the sky. Yeah. You, you know, you're doing it just for the satisfaction of knowing that someone can look at it from the sky. Really? And this is going to be like a common practice in yeah. a place where it looks like there's runways. And it, it's also, it's not only you have to see it from the sky, it's out of the way in the sky. Yeah. Like that shit is way but out of the may, way. Maybe back then, though, you didn't really understand life. So you're like, <clears throat> I know there's something up there that it, it storms on us. It, mm. yeah, we have heard thunder. I am going to make a sign to appease to the god. You know, so you might be not like a plane, but it's more yeah. like like right. a ritual, an offering. Like, like that's an definitely offering. a real sure. possibility. Absolutely, sure, that's possible. Like the thing that's more us. that you have to consider more is the straight lines. They look like runways. They're all over Huge. the place up there. Huge. It looks like goddamn Logan Airport. That's what it looks like. It looks like an airport. 
Like there's all these runways. What's those big statues that had like were big rectangles that had their mouths open, uh, and they had like uh, you know what I'm uh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they're, used it in the Gradius video game. They're, uh, they're on rectangle? an island. They're yeah. On, they're, they're, oh, you the Easter Island? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's a trip too. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that shit's the, awesome. They really they 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 struggle to figure out how they move those stones thousands and thousands mm. of years ago. How they cut them so well. Machu Picchu is like that too. Yeah. Like those stones are no shit. Like the size of like the wall behind you. Yeah. And they lay in to another stone like this. Yeah. Like you can't slide a piece of paper between them. And you go, you look at the these like boulders basically. They're smooth. They're like they're shaped. They're massive. So you go like this would take hundreds of people. And then how would you get it to fit into the next rock where it looks like they're made for each other? Yeah. It's it's amazing. Unbelievable. It's pretty deep shit. Yeah, and you see how a lab. I've been there. I've been there three times to that place to Machu Picchu. Really? Really? Yeah. Is it and a cool trip? Like, is it? Would you oh recommend going as a like a vacation? Absolutely. Did Absolutely. it blow your mind? Every time. Yeah. Every time. What yeah. is it like? What does it feel like when you're up there? Isn't it? First of all, isn't it like ten thousand feet above sea level? It's something crazy. I don't think it's that high up. It's that. I mean, it's in the Andes. You you fly to to Cusco in the south of uh, Peru, and then you take a train. From Cusco to... By the way, if uh, I was a single girl and yeah. you were telling me all this, I'd be so attracted to you right <laughs> now. I know. I'd be like, he's a man of the world. He's been to Machu Picchu. He's so amazing. I think uh, I can get him to go vegan. I highly recommend him, Marlo. And I'd be like, I jerked off to fart porn. 7,900 feet above sea level. That's it's where it is. pretty high up, man. Yeah. And um, they have no idea how old that shit is either, right? They have estimations for that. I mean, it was definitely discovered by... Uh, they. They, I think they said that they were there in the 1560s. They think it was built. Mm, wow. I think it was 1560s. You know, and that's one of those disputed ones with um, that Graham Hancock guy. And I know a lot of people are like this is pseudoscience. Yeah, but he's the guy, the guy that predates all these um, like structures. Like he's got a thing on the Great Sphinx with uh, this other guy, uh, Dr. Robert Schock, out of uh, University of uh, Massachusetts or uh, Boston University, rather. And they think that the Sphinx is like thousands and thousands of years older than everybody thinks it is. Yeah. Then conventional Egyptologists claim it is. Well, he's he's also got a thing about Machu Picchu that they think at one time Machu Picchu was actually on the shores of uh, of uh, some water. Really? Yeah. That it was at the, on the shores of a river or that the shores of a lake or an ocean or something like that. It is yeah. stunning. It, Fuck. The thing is, like, it really puts in like this is true about everything that the magnitude and like the greatness of something you can't measure it. It doesn't matter how many videos or photos you, you have see. To see it. I mean, it's it's like it's whether you know it's like seeing a band live or seeing a, a person who's like just has some. Seeing Tom Segura at the Ice House this weekend, the ice Friday, house Saturday <laughs> night, Friday and Saturday. <laughs> two shows sold out both nights, bitches. Sorry. Did you tag so the statues? What's that? Did you tag the no. statues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Dare you even yeah. suggest that? Did anybody yeah, ever dare the cool put about graffiti it, on those sure. things? Oh yeah, Man, no. I'm sure. But did you just, see graffiti? Have you seen graffiti? No, that's cool. Yeah, they, dude, that's like a sacred that's, place. That would be awful. If so, you would so not what is? So there. tell us the story. So you, I'm sorry, you got. I'm making fun of you being so attractive with your knowledge. You get in a bus or a train and you get somewhere. So yeah, what, they, how does it go? The, yeah, well, you fly into Cusco, which is way uh, uh, up in the in the mountains. And this is all in Peru. In Peru, yeah. So when you when you arrive in Cusco, you're up high already. Cusco is pretty high up in the mountains, and you get like powerful headaches. You know, headaches you get in, in like high altitude places. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure it's higher than like, you know, uh, Tahoe or any place like that where you're right. like, oh man, like, like a head hurts because you have 
serious oxygen deprivation. And right. the, in Peru, they chew coca leaves and they drink coca tea, the tea, the leaves that you're, are used to make cocaine. I had so that shit. The mate time. de coco. Yeah. I yeah. did not like it. I've never done cocaine. I've always been ter- terrified of it. Yeah. But um, I, I knew that people, when they did coke, they couldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. So I, I drank this tea and I couldn't shut the fuck up. Really? And I was saying that. I was with Doug Stanhope. And I was telling him, like, dude, I can't shut the fuck up. I go, I literally I can't shut the fuck up. Can you imagine him on cocaine? Oh. That seems insane, oh, dude. Please. Yeah. I would love to have a video oh. of you on cocaine. I, that is not for me. He would be me. fired up. I don't, think I, I don't think I want to know that that's even possible. Yeah. I don't want to be, be any, any more intense than I am. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need that shit. That's a horror movie right there. <sighs> Joe Rogan on cocaine. Oh. This summer, he turns into Some, candy. Doing your, doing you your know. act. Doing stand-up. On cocaine? Kind of oh, just all <laughs> angry and fucking yeah. like a punk rock And somebody video. heckles you and you just fucking <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Throw the mic down. You like Ron Artest. You just jump out in the stands and start beating somebody. Are you it, accusing Ron Artest of doing cocaine? Maybe. Wow. You know what? Strong words. You know What's what up, Joe Ron? Rogan on cocaine would look like? <laughs> What's up, Ron? What's up, Ron? Step Tim. Get at me. Put me on your show. <laughs> Joe, Joe Rogan on cocaine would look like that Rise I, of the Planet Apes trailer that you oh, haven't seen yet. I have seen that. No, oh, I have seen Isn't that, that fucking when insane? When you said a monkey movie, I thought you meant a documentary. No. Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes looks it's like the shit. Amazing. August 5th, bitches. When, when that one like, jumps <laughs> out child. of like, a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little child, bro. I'll take Planet of the Apes. You What's, can redo that shit for me every two years. I'm a dummy. You can have a new script where I know what's going to happen every couple of years, and you got me. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to tell you right now. I commit myself to all you people making Planet of the Apes movies. I commit myself. Come out with a new one every two years, and you got me. I promise you. I will buy the Blu-ray. I will Damn. support you. I will talk about how good it is on Twitter. Please, keep coming with the Crazy Monkey movies. Crazy Monkey movies oh, are good. They're the shit, dude. This one, so it looks like the, these uh, researchers like are fucking with uh, apes, right? Yeah, and yeah. And they, they break out and well this is sort of what's supposed to be the prequel to planet of the apes this is what caused the problems oh this you know the, the idea of planet of the apes is a guy goes to the future right and yeah. he lands in the future and the, the CG- world's run by monkeys what do you think about the cgi it doesn't it's fucking incredible yeah it's it's yeah. I, now it does have that little fake look and i'm a sure a little we're bit have... it's still got a little bit of that i am legend shit going on when you look in their faces yeah they don't quite have it man it's interesting that they can't do living okay. things quite right wow I wonder if it's there's going to be any heartwarming off. moments. It seems like there's going to be some heartwarming moments. Yo, let me tell you something. If you saw a chimp that looked at you like this chimp, you would start screaming. The fact that they were all cool with that, yeah. that's just weird. If you saw that chimp, that chimp would be a huge internet hit. Oh, I didn't know Dexter Morgan was in this. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. I haven't seen this one. This is a badass pr- preview. Jonathan Lithgow and Anna... Yeah, dude, Touching this, moment. Is, this is the full one. They, this is what shows you where they fucked up. They raised the chimp. There was their little buddy. Then they locked him up in a jail. Oh, my God. So it's got a good fucking comeback yeah. sense to it. The yeah. chimps. You root for the chimps. You realize what cunts human beings are, <laughs> and you root for the chimps. Is that the logline for the movie? Yes, that's <laughs> the way I'm promoting people. it. I'm promoting it on sort of a separate underground label sort of division of the movie. This is what we do now. We sort of do shit behind the scenes. Wow. That's how you promote it. That's exciting. D- fuck these cunt people. That's how. That's our promotion. That's, this is one of the most amazing trailers I've ever uh, seen dude. ever. He is intense. <laughs> yeah. Look at this the last shit. thing you ever want is a chimp coming at you, man. That is the last thing you ever want. You're almost better off with a lion because a lion's just going to kill you quick. Chimps oh. are going to do some shit to you before you die. Bite your fingers yeah, off. Yeah, they're, they're not trying to kill you. They're trying to hurt you. Right. They, they understand what makes you a person, and they don't have morals. 
They understand what's important to you. They understand your genitals mean a lot to you, so they yeah. bite those off. Yeah. They understand that your fingers are important for you to, to use and to make things, so they bite all those off next. Yeah. And they do all this without you being able to do a goddamn thing to stop it. Nothing. Because they're so fucking strong. And once they bite one finger off, dude, you're going to be freaking out. You're going to be in shock. You're yeah. not going to be able to handle it. For him, it's another day in the park. He's been biting fingers off since he was two. Yeah. You know, someone steps to him wrong, he bites a couple of fingers off. That's just what they do. You and know? strong as fuck. Oh, you can't even wrap your head around how strong a chimp yeah. is, dude. We had a two-year-old chimp on the set of news radio. A two-year-old. A little baby-ass chimp. This thing was on my back, and it swatted me in the back a couple of times. And I swear to God, I got nervous. It made me nervous because yeah. I was thinking, like, like, what if a cat wanted to kill me? You know, if a cat wanted to kill me, that's terrifying, right? Yeah. Cats are, you know, I mean, even though they're little, like that fucking crazy thing coming at you, trying to kill Quick. you, yeah. that would be terrifying, you yeah. know? And you're way, way bigger than a cat. And I was thinking, how much bigger is this chimp than a cat? And if this chimp decided to just fuck me up, I'm not really sure I could defend myself. Yeah. He's a two-year-old chimp, and I'm not, I'm not really sure that I would get off. And He's then I right, thought about man. it, and I think, my God, what must it be like when they're like 150 pounds? It must be unbelievable. Yeah. The amount of force they can generate with their bodies must can, be just um, shocking. They can rip car doors off their hinges yeah so you can lock a car door and they can just open it they can open that thing. yeah yeah fuck that fuck that right dude they, that lady they tore with their hands they tore her jaw out of her face her lower jaw came out you know oh my god god damn that's yeah it's they're like, scary scary fucking creatures it's so funny that we always want to like look at them like they're real cute too like bj mckay and this is my best friend bear <laughs> smoking you know? the bandit was the Best growing Smoking up. Smoking the Bandit have a monkey? Wait, what was the one with the monkey? No, Burt Clint Reynolds. Eastwood. Well, um, Clint Eastwood had a, a orangutan, yeah. every which way but loose. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker has no idea what he's yeah, talking about. The bandit. Yeah, some of the best moments of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. It was that guy with the monkey. Which one? Well, was oh, like, yeah, Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah, Burt Reynolds? <laughs> I was like five. But, but they all came out at the same time. There was like that car chase movie, then there was. How many Clint people Eastwood had monkeys? Like, no, I, don't, I think every movie in that time period had a monkey, it seemed like. That was a strong move by Clint Eastwood to go from spaghetti westerns to the badass bare knuckle fist fighter with a monkey. Monkey as a pet. Monkey, yeah. With a orangutan. Those movies were great, man. Yeah. Every Which Way But Loose, they were great fucking movies, man. Sure. And yeah. what's even more fascinating about those movies is that's when he was still married to that woman, Sandra Locke, the woman who would go on to sue him, and he had to get her some sort of a deal to get Clint out of the Eastwood? relationship. Yeah, yeah. He had to get her some sort of a deal with a production company as a part of their divorce, and he did. And then, you know, she accused him of sabotaging her projects, and her projects couldn't get going. Like, it was obvious that this guy fucked up. Yeah. Like, poor Clint Eastwood married this crazy broad, you know, and was with her for years. And, you know, she's an actress. And when they broke up, man, she just fucking went after him. And, and you, you know, you got to see the, the nastiness that, yeah. that can, you know, happen in those sort of, like, really public divorces between two fucking movie stars at the time. I mean, she never really worked again after that. Not much. I mean, not of that level. But she yeah. was in a lot of Clint Eastwood's movies. And the amount of money that yeah. exchanges hands on a divorce like that, too. Oh! Man. Oh! A lot of dough. So you got to see, like, him with her back in the day. That's when he was still with her. Yeah. You know? And it was like, wow, how weird is this? This dude, like, carried this chick around in a bunch of movies. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, how many movies did Clint Eastwood do with Sh Sandra Locke? How many? There was the, it was a Western, yeah. right? Wasn't there one Western? And then there was Every Which Way But Loose, right? Or one of those, Any Which Way You Can. Which one was it? Was I'm it both not, of them? Was it all of them? Was I don't it know. Was she in all of them? I don't know. It's fascinating. It is fascinating. You forget, too, like, 
you know, we always like they always talk about who makes like crazy money in movies, and so if they're like, you know, so and so like got a hundred million dollar divorce, and they're like, who is it? And like Tom Cruise, you're like, yeah, well that dude's like super, like he's a money making machine. But then like Morgan Freeman, who you're like, yeah, Morgan Freeman, he's great. I mean, he's a great actor. He's been in a lot of movies. He got divorced. I think he gave I I want to say like over seventy million. Oh. So you're like, holy shit. How much fucking money does Morgan Freeman have? Well, you know Morgan Freeman's deal, right? No. Morgan Freeman is apparently banging his non what it's his grandmother, granddaughter from his ex-wife's side who he's not related to by blood. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Something, Good for him. Something super creepy like that. That's creepy. And he started taking her to oh. events and introducing her God. as his granddaughter. Oh, that, that that's creepy. It, yeah. Yeah, that's and creepy. then somewhere along the line, it came out that he was banging her. Whoa. Yeah. Well, and everybody's what? like, what the fuck? You're so good an actor, Morgan Freeman. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's how good Maybe he was stoned and he, could, he, he thinks it's really maybe funny. Maybe he's still stoned right now, you mean. <laughs> yeah. Listen, he, you know what? Here's what the deal is. He's like, what, 70 years old? Yeah, I think so, at least. <sighs> 25-year-old pussy is so powerful. Yeah. It will get you to abandon your morals, your idea. You're like, well, yeah, she, you will rationalize the shit out of this. Yeah, I've known her since she was a baby, yeah. but we're not, like, related by blood. Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe they never even that's met. What, that's what pussy that does. pussy was so good because he's an old, old man. Yeah. You know, and she's young and tight, and she's trying to rock him because she likes the spotlight. And she likes the fact that she's, you know, throwing some pussy at Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Or it's the best payback ever to your ex-wife. Or he's the one who goes after it. He could be a creep, too. You got to look at it that way. Sure. He could have been hawking her, you know, his whole life and waiting for, you know, her to turn 18 and then start putting it to her. How about the dude who's, who just married the 16-year-old? Yeah. from Lost? Yeah, the guy from he's Lost. He's 51. <laughs> She's 16. Well, where are her fucking parents, man? Because they were cool with it. They're that's like, the crazy that's part. Shit. Your parents have to, if, if you're 16 in Vegas and you want to get married, you have to get, like, uh, permission. Yeah. You know, and I think it was probably set up for teen pregnancies and shit like that. Somebody trying to do the right thing. Yeah. But fucking a man. Her parents are just like, look, we love Lost. What? It's cool. <laughs> it's a great show. We look at a guy like that. Is he done? The guy's done, right? Yeah. You can't go around marrying sixteen-year-olds. People nah. are not gonna want to hang out <laughs> nah, with you, man. Nah. This this ain't the 1950s, and you're not Jerry Lee Lewis. No. You know what I mean? You can't marry that girl. That's crazy. That's got to keep him from jobs, too. Like, there's a few yeah. directors or producers out there who would consider that dude for a job and then hear that and go, nah, man. What a What's mess. What's the other guy's name? Let's get yeah. him on the phone. Yeah, listen, he's not that good. Right. <laughs> They're right. going to say that. It's not, it's not worth his it. show. Unless it was some sort of a reality show based on the two of them. That could, That's true. That could work. Yeah. That could work. A reality show based on a 16-year-old. But it'd really be unfair to the 16-year-old because, you know, when you were 16 years old, would you really want some document out there of who you were and how you behaved when you were 16 and the whole world can look at it whenever they want? Especially when you fucked up and you married some 51-year-old dude. Yeah. You know, well, why should everybody be able to look into your shit? You're not really old enough to understand what the fuck that means yet. You're not really old enough to understand the ramifications of the whole world being able to look in on that. You know, so that you couldn't have a reality show no. with her. I think about how little I think about how little you knew when you were sixteen, man. Oh my god. I was such a fucking douchebag. Yeah, man. I was Can a you dope. imagine if you had to meet yourself today and hang out with yourself? As a sixteen year old, I'd be like, like Dude, oh, seriously, just sit shut down. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up, dude. 
I tell you, I, I found it. I found. <laughs> I think a, I'll just give myself a hug. I found a video of myself. You would probably need a hug. A, sl- a slow kiss. I slow found kiss. a video of myself <laughs> where I took a camera, a camcorder, to a party when I was 18. Oh my god! Right, and uh, it was like I'm a senior in high school, and I walk through and I just talk to people and I put the camera on myself, and the, I'm just doing this for like 30 minutes at this party. I watched the video, I, I took it out. And then I broke the tape and I burned it. Really? Whoa. Yeah. And it wasn't anything like incriminating. It was just, I was so, it was like a, a really rapid, like instinctive response to how much I loathed seeing myself <laughs> as an 18. I was like, that's fucking embarrassing. Like, I don't want anybody to see that. And I tore wow. it immediately. Like I was like, yeah. not nostalgic or like, that'd be cool to show to my kid. I'd be like, I hope my kids never could find this. <laughs> like, Wow. Because I was fucking like, hey, what's up, buddy? What's up? And then like, <laughs> like turning the camera to myself. And just, it was fucking horrifying, man. Oh, horrifying. Funny. You think about like the shit you did when you were like, like wait, the, the shit you yelled out to people. And like, I was like, that's fucking embarrassing. Man. You know, the thing is, though, you're going to think it's, you, you think it's embarrassing now, but you're going to wish you once you have that, kids yeah. that you have I know. That. I you know. fucked up. I know. I actually put all my shit online, and I've had it on, you know, from when I was 15. I have a movie called Carrots that I did to, like, you know, 18. I had this movie where me and my friends just smoked weed and got drunk, and we're hanging out in this one-bedroom apartment. And, like, I have all this get stuff, and I just, you know what? I'm just putting it out there. I know it's embarrassing. It makes me look like shit or yeah. bad. Well, it but, doesn't make you look bad. But that's only myself telling me that, you know? It's like it doesn't other make people you look might bad. Like, once, once you have children of your own, and yeah. you start thinking about the process of going from being a baby to actually being a human and all the shit you have to learn along yeah. the way, then it's going to be fascinating to you. Sure. Then you're going to wish you had it. Because, yeah, before I had babies, I probably would have looked at it differently. Like, I don't want any evidence that I was a retard. You know, like, yeah. there's some video of me from Rascal's Comedy Hour in New Jersey. I yeah. was like 24, 25, a ju- beautiful, delicious head of hair. <laughs> and. And I'm fucking real skinny. I didn't even lift weights back then. And uh, I'm doing stand-up. And it's like, oh, God, it's so dorky. Yeah. My shirt's dorky. Yeah. I look dorky. Like, I sound I sound hacky. Like, ugh. But it's cool. I like that it's out there. Yeah. I bet I if like- I saw that video right now, I would be laughing my fucking yeah, ass off. Yeah, I you bet it would be would. cute. It would be would. cute. I could show you I could show you old stand-up. You know, I mean, old, like, it's... Seven, eight years old, where you don't you don't recognize the way I look. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like long hair, like flowing no, locks, just, like just like really thin and happy. It's weird how people's <laughs> voices change over the years. You know, I hear my voice when I was younger and things, and I'm like, wow, my voice is so high pitched. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. still like a boy. You know, it's I, weird. You know, I'm really selling what I'm saying to. I'm like, you, you, you know, like I'm really like. You know, over a high. There's a tone to your voice that happens like after you become 30, where you become like a man. You know, there's when you're younger, you you don't even realize it, but you have this weird high pitch to your, to your voice. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was cigarettes. That for you, (laughs) for you, yeah. You never really became a man. It's just cigarettes make it sound like one. When when I'm 50, I'm gonna be like. When you're at 50, it's gonna be full circle. You're going to be on something to treat a deep the cancer voice. that you have from cigarette smoke, and it's going to make you develop even more estrogen. That's what's going to fight the cancer. 
And then you're going to sound like Large Marge from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> Tell them Large Marge sent you. Yeah, that's going to be you. You're going to sound like an old lady. Did you guys see the Pee Wee Herman uh, <laughs> live show? They have it on uh, no. HBO or something. No, they have it on HBO what? or Showtime. What they do you had, mean? They filmed his live show. Live show? What does he do? He brought back he Pee Wee's Playhouse. He brought back his show. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. It sold out like oh, everywhere. Of course it did. Yeah. It is so weird to watch as an adult, though. <laughs> I, uh, my How about cousin, he's 80 and doing it? That's the creepy thing. He did it at the Nokia Club, like the, the theater, but like the smaller of the two downtown. Yeah. And my cousin went and he said that it was just, it's all people like, uh, you know, like they would say lines at the same time. Like it was like seeing like a band or something, you know? Like, oh, no. Yeah, and then they would all like look at each so other. So it was a like, nostalgia thing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody in that theater wow. is like did you did you whatever. grow up with weird al yankovic yeah sure uh i just got his new album that is the funniest shit ever that guy still has it man <laughs> really like it that be... it's ridiculous to listen to when you're just really, really? baked driving on the highway you'll sit there and giggle the whole fucking way home I, we got to get him uh, on a podcast that would be awesome i yeah. was always a fan of weird al yankovic when i was a kid i thought he was hilarious yeah he's a the, i'm fat i would always wait for his new shit to come out when he came out with I'm Fat. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Roy Big Big Country Nelson still goes into the octagon with that song? No. He enters with that song. He's the only fighter that enters on Weird Al Yankovic. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. He doesn't give that a That makes fuck. me like that guy a oh, lot. Man. How can you not like that guy? I remember going that to... That guy's got the best personality. He's ridiculous. He's so talented, too, you know? And he's trying to lose some weight. He's trying to, like, or at least get in better shape. And yeah. He's just, you know, he's super talented. It's just he's not in the best physical condition. God damn, he's got a great personality though. I have uh, <laughs> I have a video of myself at like eight years old with my cousin who's eight and my other cousin's nine, and we sing "I'm Fat" as children. <laughs> <laughs> you a, have that at a talent show, <sighs> and we're all skinny, but I hog the mic, and I'm the one that ended up fat, like of the three wow. of us. Wow, you I gotta put that online, dude. Doom, 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 yeah, I'm like, I'm fat. I'm, like I get really into it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you should definitely put some of that stuff somewhere. Yeah, no, that I wouldn't get rid of. But I'm. You no, know, you should you should put that on your next DVD. Put yeah. Yeah, I when should, you yeah. do a DVD, have that be as one of the extras. Yeah, yeah. I, should, I should. Yeah, why not? That's hilarious. And I also have college college sketches that we made, oh, where God. like we had like a, we did a commercial, a fake commercial for a product called Anal Freeze, <laughs> and it was like for like when like uh, when you have diarrhea, and someone's like I have diarrhea. I'm like, well, why don't you use Anal Freeze? Like it'll freeze all that crap up. Like that's the tag. <laughs> It'll freeze all that crap up. And then, like, it's, it's horrible. And then we'd, like, it comes in a bottle, and you just shove the whole bottle up your ass. We have videos of that type of genius, highbrow stuff. Uh, it's hilarious. That and, like, a, kung, a fake kung fu short where, like, we, like, layer Wu-Tang music, and we have, like, a kung fu. Bucket. That's why no one can ever be cocky about where you are. Don't be disrespectful about other people's material. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they might suck right now, but guess at one point in time... You suck too. A lot. You sucks a lot. A lot. Everybody does. Yeah. You, you can't not suck. And the when other, you, you, you start out anything, you're gonna suck. The best part though is at that time you don't <clears> think <throat> you suck. No, you think you're good. <laughs> you think it's pretty. Yeah, there was a bunch of times where I was like open mic nights and I couldn't get on. I was like, man, if I get up there, I'll fucking show these people what's up. Meanwhile, I was terrible. Yeah. I should not have had any confidence whatsoever. Yeah. You know that I could go up there and, and make people laugh. I was awful. I shouldn't have been allowed to talk ever. I should have been practicing with. Only people who barely spoke English for yeah. years work my way to the mainstream. But that's yeah. that's just how it is, right? Absolutely. I remember like do you remember like when you have when you finally have like ten or fifteen minutes down that kills 
and then you something happens one night where like you just don't know how to react to a room, Ugh. so it doesn't kill. It actually bombs. And you go, but this is the shit. Like this is the best material yep. of all time. It's the best thing I got in my toolbox. And you have nothing else to go to. <laughs> that is like a paralyzing feeling. And then you realize because you'd killed with it so many times, you get a feeling of being kind of invincible. Mm. And then when it doesn't kill, you're like, maybe oh shit, like maybe this isn't amazing. Like. That's where you wish you had a real job. You're right. Like, God, if I just had a job, I'd be like reporting back to the stockholders. Well, yeah. we have a discrepancy between the projected income and the actual income. We're going to get you some figures on this on Monday, but there's nothing we can't fix. Yeah. But when you're out there and it's all, all you, you're Tom Segura Incorporated and you're eating a dick. Eating whew, a huge dick. You wish Slimy you had some, you know, dick. some, what would you like me to do, boss? <laughs> you, know, Whatever, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't say that because what you're doing is you're the boss. You're the yeah. boss. You're the, at the end of the line is you, stupid. And if you ain't doing it, ah, shit. And you don't know how to dance. Like now if like something, like if it were to be like, man, this, that was really, that was, that joke bombed or something happened. You have the tools after a while to adjust to that. The problem then is that, like, you just don't even know yeah. how to, like... And you panic, and they, fan panic. they panic for you. Yes, they see the panic, and then they're like, oh, we're all panicking. <laughs> like, then you're in a fucking elevator fire. Like, oh. people are just like, how the fuck do we get out of here? I was, uh, recently, I saw a friend of mine, and he fucked up a joke. And then after he fucked up a joke, he started rushing the next joke yeah. because you could feel that he fucked up and that joke bombed. And oh. then I felt like the spin, I felt the spin, the slide, and my, my toes started crunching up yeah. in my shoes. I yeah. had clenched my hands together. He pulled himself out of it, but I almost had to leave the room. Really? Yeah, yeah. He got a couple good laughs, and then the ball started rolling again, and I was like, okay, we're back. But oh, yeah. the, the uncomfortable thing of watching someone slide down the road to bomb them. Yeah. Pfft, I don't want to be there for that. It's, it's, it's really painful. I man. don't need to see that, yeah. dude. I know it sucks. That's why I write a lot. Yeah. And you can almost What tell are you doing over there, Brian? You adjusting sound? Adjusting a little thing. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us when you're doing that? Otherwise, it freaks me the fuck out. Oh, man. Like, are my ears getting way better? Joe, you got to look at the Salvia video that Tom was talking about earlier. This is going this to This is the one that Tom... Well, we, when Tom got here, one of the first things he said is, dude, you got to see this video of this couple smoking Salvia. And why is it so interesting that it has a million fucking hits on YouTube? Because uh, uh, what happens in it. Uh, you know, Ari Shafir, when he did Salvia... Imagine I heard he that freaked time, out. Yeah, imagine, he did freak out? Oh, yeah. You got to check out that video. I uh, saw a little bit of it but yeah yeah from his account and times yours. that times that by a billion and this is 126,000 people have seen this already just this one it's uploaded like a million times on here yeah so they're they're recording themselves doing salvi which a lot of people do yeah what is the big deal about that how'd that all get going because you you leave your body like but it's only a couple minutes, so you, you're really interested to see what happens, you know, because you're out of it, but you're awake type thing. But everybody does it the same way you guys did it with Ari, and what I would imagine is like the worst environment possible. Yeah. When you're filming so, these fucking things, yeah. it's like the worst environment possible. Right. This dude takes some rips off of this bong, too. Yeah. Yeah, like he, I mean, I, 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 I can't say what that does. Now, for, for people who don't know what the fuck Salvia is, for you squares out there, Salvia is a super powerful psychedelic drug, but is uh, very legal for some weird reason. Yeah. It was one that was missed in the whole sweeping psychedelic drug acts of the 1970s, whatever it was, 1970, when uh, they made everything illegal. Somehow or another, they missed salvia. So these people are taking something. And now they're laughing their balls off. Yeah. It's a hundred times more powerful than marijuana. You can buy it in head shops legally. It's like, and so this is normal shit, like people yeah. laughing, having right. a good time. 
Then the Ari Shafir factor yeah, kicks in. It just in. takes a turn. You almost see the moment. There you go. That's it. I was saying, okay, so now the guy's lying down. It looks like he's having such a good time, and now all of a sudden he looks kind of freaked out. One thing to note is that the camera's off-tiltered. Like, why is it not centered? This is one of the best advertisements ever for Don't Do Drugs. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why I think it might be uh, fake. But it's really well, good acting. Yeah, dude. Oh, he's breaking windows, bro. This ain't fake. No way. No way. Yeah, and those are trees up there, man. So yeah. they're on the second floor. <laughs> no way. Yeah. And then she kind of just comes to it and it's like, oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. my God. And then part two, you saw part two, right? No. Yeah, part two, she's just totally. Okay. Would you just say part two? This well, is fake. Well, somebody just. Cut this the is video. fake. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, that's that's don't do drug video, right? This looks fake to me. Okay. Um, I don't like the way he, he randomly stumbled into the window. I, you I know what I don't like is that, that the camera is not centered. It's it's actually so you can see both windows. Like the, the couch is to the yeah. right of the camera. And as right. a cameraman, if you're setting up your self-record, why wouldn't you zoom in on the couch? You're not right. going to sit it that far back and show that much window. And why yeah. is it showing it's off-centered? Yeah. I, I, th I always thought it was fake, but I wanted to see what you guys thought. It's, it seems fake. The way he moves seems fake. Yeah. Oh, just really the way he, he jumped yeah. up. The way he jumped up to me looked like he was putting on a show. Yeah. I mean, that's the impression that I got. I might be wrong, totally. but my impression was that he was putting on a show. Yeah, I I did, that didn't real. look like a guy who was really scared of... When when you're really fucked up... Can you shut that off, Brian? Yeah. Is it still on? Because you hear talking in the background. Um, when you're really fucked up on something and you can't walk, you, you don't know how to control your body. And that guy was like catching himself the right way. He was like saving himself the right way every time. To me, it looked like he was way more together than he was pretending to be. And, and he went right through that window. He didn't pull yeah. out of it at all. Yeah. Like, he, he knows well enough to keep his balance while he's stumbling around. He knows to protect his balance, but he doesn't know to not go through a window. I right. don't buy that. And I he, don't buy he that he also falls out of the top part of the window. Yeah. You know, yeah. where the, yeah. the divide is. And there's all this smashing and, you know, but it doesn't look like smashing window to me. You know, I mean, he's just kind of like leaning on it. All of a sudden, it's going through. Really what, thin yeah. windows. What is that? That looks fake. The window looks fake. Yeah. And the fact that he would just go over it and right through it, he wouldn't stop himself. Come on, son. And if you noticed, uh, when all that was happening, there was off camera, a he must have hit a light or mm -hmm. a lamp, and it f did the light yeah. bulb blow up flash. Yeah. Oh, really? So it was really dramatic because it was like, ooh, a yeah. light bulb flash. And that right there, as a, as a looking at it to me, thought, hey, that's purposely put there to make it more dramatic and realistic looking. But Yeah, maybe, right? Yeah. Maybe it wasn't even real. Maybe they right. added it to the film. Right. I was effect. really into it when I saw it. You really? Yeah. I, really I didn't was, buy was it, my man. My initial reaction, just being honest, was that I, I really thought it was... My first reaction was fake. Well, we might be... I might be you wrong. You might be right. I don't know. Yeah. We might be wrong. There might be a whole news story about it. Yeah, if there's not a news story, like, immediately, because they want to have a story like that. Yeah. Guy yeah. falls, breaks both of his fucking legs. Yeah. yeah. You dumbass gets a, you know, gets a fence post up his ass. What exactly happened to Ari when he did it? Well, it wasn't thing. too much of a freak out. He stayed put, though, pretty much. They kind of held him down. Yeah. But there was, they were watching him, and they were doing it for a show. They were doing it when they were filming The Naughty Show. And the, the worst part about that is that 
you know, you're, you're filming it and you're, you know, you're trying to make light of it and you're making a comedy podcast and then you ask a guy to do psychedelics. And the worst thing you could do when you're doing psychedelics is be on a fucking comedy podcast with cameras and people fucking Plus, with you. Plus, you know, you know, the studio, it, it was like everybody had, was packed, like three yeah. people on the couch. There yeah. was people behind me and everything. So it was like packed. Just the worst room. place you could ever do a psychedelic. <laughs> and he started flailing yeah. Yeah. and like, I thought he was going to knock Not the too LCD bad. screen or break, hurt himself and he stood up and it was genuine yeah oh yeah, yeah. it's completely real really yeah. but he didn't do what this knucklehead did this, and then, this did he leave huh he left he no he he freaked out and then he cuddled sam and they, they, they it was so cute because ari's little face was next to sam and it looked like they, hey man like, that video is still going on you see it look there's oh, some yeah. what the fuck this is bullshit dude this video is totally bullshit they left all this extra footage on the end of it to make it look even more real right clever Clever boys. These are some, uh, what's it called? I don't think so. Blair Witch kind of style, right? Like yeah. I'm just, you know, I just, I see all these fucking hungry kids out there trying to come up with something that gets people to look at their shit. And I see creativity and I see ingenuity and I see a video like this. And I say, well, there it is. It manifested itself. Good try. Yeah. Guy's very talented. It was very funny, but I'm not buying it. Son. So, crazy salvia trip. School kid. What does it say? For real, with a bunch of O's. That's a, another reason why you know it's not real. Because yeah, they don't even oh, say for real no. with the correct Check amount this of O's. Out. Check this out. She, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. I haven't been watching it. I just looked over. But she just finally came to it, it looks like. And then she opens the front door. Mm -hmm. And then the guy immediately comes in right when... Uh, he, she opens the door at the same time. Like it wasn't like she opened the door and was like looking mm. around. Like they both came to at the same time and met at the door. Maybe this is like the opening scene for an amazing new film, and this is viral marketing. Yeah, the monkey movie. I like it. This is an, yeah. This is one of the reasons why you root for the monkeys. It's called People Are Cunts. cunts. Evidence one billion two hundred and twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking idiots the smoking salvia and head headers out windows. Are cunts marketing campaign. <laughs> Just to try to really pump up the numbers for the Planet of the Apes. Because you yeah. got to realize we lose in this one. We yeah. lose this one. We lose this one big. I fucking the chimps take over. Yeah. I was going to be some violent scenes in that movie. Man. I can't wait. I, I hope so. I wonder so. if it's yeah. in 3D. Is it even in 3D? Oh, it's got to be. Everything's in 3D now. Yeah. Sun. I, I like there, that there's shit gonna be a, there's I'm liking gonna be, the 3D. Yeah, me too. There'll be a shot of somebody, like a monkey's going to grab a guy's ear. And it's going to tear across yeah. his face. Like it's gonna oh, rip his yeah. You think so? Yes, dude. What really? Is it supposed to be this violent? I'm hoping. I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm I, hoping. You're putting it out there in the universe. I yeah, maybe it's a kid's be. movie. Maybe they, it's a monkey oh, love story. It. It's got to be at least PG-13. I would imagine a big budget movie like this. Yeah. Probably PG-13. Right? What do you, what do you think of Captain R. America? I actually think it looks decent. <laughs> it looks badass. Yeah, cool. I fucking love superhero movies, that, dude. Fuck I'm, that I'm Green Hornet shit, though. Did you see it? The Ryan Reynolds is a bit too handsome for my taste. Cream Hornets. I'm not Who into watching watch him Hornet? wander around on TV knowing that he fucked the shit out of Scarlett Johansson and was like, kind of done with you. Yeah. <laughs> kind of done. You know, <laughs> moving on to greener pastures, honey. Yeah. <laughs> you, know you know what sucks is Six Flags just that made guy. a new roller coaster and it's not even a Ryan opening. Reynolds pussy ride. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you, jump in, you jump in a condom and you go just fucking shooting through all these pussies all throughout Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, you're just fucking exhausted, covered in sperm. 
It's kind of like yeah, that. It turns too. into a water ride yeah, at the very end. You get yeah, splashed. Yeah, she's squirting. It's kind right of when she comes at the end. The last girl comes and shoots you over the top of a fucking mountain. That dude's got to sweat himself <laughs> so hard. How can he not? Yeah, of course, yeah. He got the craziest roll of the dice ever. Yeah. Handsome, well spoken. Yeah. People like him. He's funny. He's decent genuinely actor. Funny. Genuinely funny. Yeah. Good looking as fuck and nailing it, son. Yeah. Swat. Swat, swat, you motherfucker. That Some brother. dude apparently just uh, usurped uh, Jennifer Lopez. Have you oh. heard this news? No. What? This could not, maybe true, maybe not. Maybe I heard it from somebody who read it on the inter- internet. I haven't even bothered looking it up. But apparently Jennifer Lopez gotten some sort of a romantic soiree Ooh. with uh, some dude who she was dancing with. Now all of a sudden our fucking show has become TMZ <laughs> because I need to find out if that's true. That Green uh, Hornet roller coaster is not even open yet. Can you imagine them like they spent all this money on this damn. roller coaster and they're like oh god that movie was gay. Now I mean bad and then we have to. Hmm, from to, announcing a split to singing at a wedding. Hmm. Six. Is that a Six Flags ride it's going to be? Yeah, Six Flags. It's not, I don't even think what's it's open other, yet. What's the other superhero one? What's the one that Superman. Seth Rogen did? No, no, the oh. one that Seth Rogen did. Oh yeah, the Black Hornet? <laughs> Green right Hornet. Hornet. Jennifer Green, Lopez Green Hornet? still fucking keeps yeah. it together. Oh, Green Hornet, Green Lantern. <clears throat> this is why yeah. I knew this is why I knew right? that this marriage was never gonna work. Why? What what is it? She's too hot. She's still hot. She's still hot as Jennifer fuck. Jennifer Lopez? She's like fifty now, right? What is she? How old no, is she? No, she's no, eighty six no. years old. She's ninety seven years old. And she's hot as fuck. She's younger than me. I shouldn't be talking shit. She's only forty one. But goddamn, she's still hot as fuck. Yeah. And that dude that she's with, that that Mark Anthony fella. He's got a mirror. He's a looker. He's got a mirror at home. He He's knows what the <laughs> fuck is up. He, what he needs to do is belt out some goddamn number one hits. It's the only way he's going to keep her around. Right. And let's be honest, he really hasn't done that lately. No. I haven't been hearing, nobody's been ye- screaming and yelling about how great Mark Anthony's music is. No. And unless you are one of the baddest motherfuckers ever, you're Justin Bieber vers- and Prince rolled up in one, and you look like that, it's going to be hard to keep a girl like Jennifer yeah, Lopez. For sure. Those are some genetics, son. Those are some I need dick genetics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's a yeah. Look at that! Look at that girl's body. Where's that from? What's that? That that body is a goddamn homing signal for a cock. I'm Puerto Rican. It's all good to be Puerto Rican. It's like a magnet for a dick. Yeah, that's what it is. Puerto Rican dicks too. Shazam, son. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. She couldn't. She couldn't keep it together. She she hooked up with some other dude. Can you imagine how many how many guys fucking railed and smashed that when she was one of the fly girls after months of nonstop arguing? They they argued for months nonstop. That makes me so sad. Yeah. Why argue? You guys have all the money in the world. They have a kid. They have twins. twins. Right. Yeah. What do I give a fuck? When people are listening to this podcast, going, "What do you give a fuck?" (laughs) Listen, I don't, and I blame the weed and Oprah. I blame the weed. Because if it wasn't for the weed, I would not be on a uh, Mark Anthony and Jennifer Lopez split split (laughs) Google run right now. Yeah, man. You ever get on a Google run? Yeah. And you go, what the fuck is wrong with me, man? Yeah. I'm thinking about getting one of these MacBook Airs. Good, good, good. Get one. So before we we didn't finish this uh, Machu Picchu thing, man. Oh. I'm looking at some photos of this shit now. Tell me, you you we kept cutting off track. You you got there. You You fly to Cusco. Fly to Cusco. Lima, Uh and then. You stay there, usually, most people stay there at least like a day or two to get acclimated to, you know, being up that high. Right. And then you take a train from Cusco to what is essentially the bottom of the mountain that Machu Picchu is on, and you take a bus up the hill. A very unsafe bus ride, might I add. Is it like one of those things where there's a road and then this mountain to the right-hand side? Dude, you're you're on a road that's on the side of a mountain with no guardrails or anything in on a bus, just going up, 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 and you're just like, we're on a mountain. 
that kind of thing. That stuff freaks me out, Where you can out, look, dude. you can look out of your bus window and just you just see down. Yeah, your bus driver falls asleep, freaks out. Yeah, whatever. Fucking, Had yeah. a long night. A dog runs across the road. Anything. He has to hit the brakes. Drinks. Just does anything. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's not like. Oh, how how wide is the road? Not wide. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I did the Pacific Coast Highway <clears throat> once, the the drive from California, from Southern California to Northern California mm-hmm. along the coast. It's fucking amazing, man. Yeah. Amazing. While you're driving there, you're just like, oh, my God, this is so incredible. But you can't even look at it because you're glued to that little skinny slice of rock hanging over the Pacific Ocean, by the way, in a place where the ground moves all the time. Yeah. And you're driving 35 miles an hour. You can't drive any faster because there's a fucking person in front of you. And by the way, when you're, you're in a cooperative agreement with all those other fuck sticks on right. that road, yeah. you know, you got to know that this guy coming this way isn't just freaking out and stomping on his gas and turning into traffic because his girlfriend left him right. you know you gotta you gotta hope that everyone you meet is keeping it together fuck that fuck that it's terrifying you can so go a different route right you, you, you don't have to yes, take that you don't have to take that okay well yeah, a, the, the quicker route is actually to not take it but taking that route on the ocean is just the scenic view so we i did it once with an ex-girlfriend of mine i got a, a ticket going up and a ticket going back said, how long oh, does it's it a take speed trap because they know you want to drive home uh, yeah okay. you know, nobody lives out there so it's all just people driving from san francisco to la along the coast so it's Crazy speed traps. How long does that take? It's track? a long time. I don't remember. It's like somewhere around six hours, I think it was. Somewhere around that. And that's if you're, you know, following a reasonable pace. We actually, I think, went to Monterey. That's where we went. And then we went to San Francisco later. But it's not worth the drive. It's a fucking cunt of a drive. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that takes way longer going but, up the coast. But the Machu Picchu thing. So you're on this road. Dude, you're on you, this road. There's no guardrail. And you're, just like that, where it's a skinny road on the side of a giant mountain. You're in the driver's hands. Like and so how long from that. the time that you land in the plane, how long before you actually get to the top in this bus? Well, you land, like I said, you land in Cusco. Usually I stay there a day or two. Then take a train. It's a couple hour train ride, I want to say. Do you stay there on purpose to normalize? Yeah, yeah. Most really? people do. Most people do. Wow. Yeah, because also... Since you already flew in to Cusco that day, you probably usually don't feel like taking the train because the best time to go is in the morning to get the whole day. So you, you stay a couple of days. You get on a train, you take the train ride, then you get the bus up the hill, and then when you arrive at the you arrive at, it, at like a the top, and you are just a uh, you know let's say a hundred yards or something from where the actual Machu Picchu city is. You're at you're at the receiving area, and you walk over, and it's. It just blows your mind, man. There's nothing, I mean, there's there's no way to describe it. There's a city, an ancient city, way up thousands of feet, 7,000 feet up in the mountains. And it's elaborate. It's precise. There's reasons for the placement of things. The sun hits certain parts of it certain ways. And you're just like, we're, we're way up, you know, we're, like you're looking down from the top of a mountain in a city. And there, it was inhabited and fully functioning and... You know, it's just, like I said, the size of the place, the magnitude of it all, it blows your mind. It's, there's nothing like it, man. How long were you up there for? I would spend, um, a, you know, hours. Like, a, you, you arrive in the morning. <clears throat> let's say you're there by, You like, get a guide or someone yeah, that takes you? Yeah, and they, and they have so much just information blows your mind. Like, How old do they say it is? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I, I haven't been there in a while now, but I want to say that they said, well, because it's documented when the Spanish went there and killed like thousands of them with like a hundred guys, you know, because uh, they came with disease and weapon. They just wiped them out. Like, I was in uh, Hawaii last week 
and uh, we were reading about uh, when when white people first came to Hawaii, it killed off one fifth of the Hawaiian population. Damn, because that's measles. a lot of people. One man. fifth. Yeah. Can you imagine how much you would fucking hate white people if they showed up and your daughter died from measles? Yeah. Because these creeps brought over some creepy fucking disease. Yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, it it it's well that's well documented. We could look that up. It's. I want to say they. It was like thousands to one that they killed them, and that was in the fifteen. I want to say fifteen thirties or fifteen sixties, something like that. Just make some shit up, bro. No one's gonna look eh, it up. Fucking. No oh, one's gonna Google it. Yes, they. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not an expert. So but, when um when you go up there, so they give you some sort of a, an estimation of when it was yeah. created. Do they tell you who the people were or why they built it? They or give they you. Went? They give you. It's all theories. There's, it's never been discovered, and they they tell you that they're theories because that you there's no record to prove that this was in fact the way they did it. But like, so was it one thing sort of when they they just sort of found it? Yeah, yeah. The, it was it was discovered in the early 1900s by like an explorer, <laughs> uh, an American explorer, I think, Holy American or shit. British. And he, uh, you know, it had it was overgrown, like weeds and grass and everything had grown. And then, yeah, can you imagine you're on a hike and then they they take you to see this and you're like, what? Holy shit, the fuck, man! But All of a sudden, you just find some lost city, lost city, man, it's from a, thousands of years a ago, real lost city. I wish I could remember what the um, <clears throat> the chariots of the gods slash Graham Hancock crew thinks uh, about this place. Because I think there's some, there is some sort of speculation that it was at the side of water at one point in time. Really? Yeah. That you know that the topography of the Earth was so radically different when this thing was created that it's so yeah. many thousands of years old that there was actually water up there. What this guy wants to do is this John know. Anthony West guy. He wants to push back the idea of civilization like more like, more than ten thousand BC. He wants to go like way back, even like thirty thousand BC. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that there's. There's sort of uh, hieroglyphs that represent that, but for whatever reasons, Egyptian scholars have refused to look at those hieroglyphs, and they, they believe that it's all fiction after a certain point, mm-hmm. that it's just fiction and fable. And he's saying, well, why would you think that? Because there's all this other evidence that we know is real that's also in the hieroglyphs. Why would, why would we assume that at one point in time they were just liars? You know? Yeah. So it's kind of, did you fuck this new one up again? It we never, had a, it's still broken. We got it a new one, worked. though. I know, it never really. The new one doesn't work either? No. God damn it, son. Anyway, um, if those guys are right, and it was like 30,000 years ago, or whatever the hell it was, where there was a civilization up here, and there was an ocean up there, or, or a river, or whatever the hell it was. Is it, it's not near ocean, right? No. I mean, you know, no, not like... So they think it would like, have to be some giant lake or something up there. But they have one of their theories is that they used water to lay those rocks, and to make mm. them, to shape them. Like through some extremely, <clears throat> you know, I don't know, intricate formula mm-hmm. that water because you know like water hits rocks and shapes them over time right? right and beats them down to sand they have a theory that that water was used to make rocks like fit into each other hmm. but through some elaborate system that you you hear about it and you go like yeah i don't fucking know man that's pretty the, the sheer size of them is what's really mind-boggling it really is man they're eight nine feet tall and they're curved and they're, they and they fit yeah. into other curved rocks and, and thousands of pounds yeah thousands. thousands of tons yeah yeah i mean they're well man i don't know thousands of tons but what's the biggest one uh, we should know this we should know this while we're talking shit but they there are there are enormous stones up there whatever the fuck it is i highly recommend a trip there Man, really I'm, you're making me want to go. I really do. So for when you land in the morning at this one place, before you before you get in the bus and all the jazz, yeah. when you land in the morning, do they give you like like a survival pack or anything? No, like, these things. Here's water. You're at high, 
high altitude. Well, when you land in Cusco, yeah, everyone like if you've never been there, like hotels will will give you tea. They'll give you, you They're know, to keep they'll you tell you to hydrate. hydrate. Uh, yeah, everybody. I mean, it's you know, Peru is considered a third world, but like it's it's actually really developed now. And yeah, this is yeah, and this is such a international destination that like mm-hmm. everything is like modern. You know, like right. as far as getting you there, and I mean, the last time I went was ten years ago, and you know, it was still pretty much but there's a hotel at the location if you want to stay overnight there's a hotel right there so like Whoa. not like you know not within the city of Machu Picchu but right kind of not far from it so you can stay in the hotel like it's yeah, very modern fucking ghosts yeah. in the middle of the night dude it's sword fights from thousands of years ago it really like affects you it affects you really yeah yeah like you st- you stand there you take it in you're looking at like you're looking at the sky and the mountains and you're like what it like how is this possible? Because it it you it blows your mind in the, in terms of like most things that you look at. There's so many like explanations and answers for, and this mm-hmm. is something where there really you really don't have one. Like you can't you can't have somebody tell you this is exactly what this was. So it, it then. But why it, do you say you can't? Just because it's just too nutty, too big. Because too... and because there's no proof that that it was used for this and it was built this way. They're all theories. There's mm-hmm. theories on why this was done. And so that then opens your mind up to like really what are possibilities, I think, you know, like mm-hmm. what, are, what are possibilities in the world? Like, you know, what are the you possibilities that you got from, from being there looking at that? Just that, that, um, it was underwater and mermaids built it. Uh, I just got that. It was something that, uh, you know, that that's greater than what my mind can conceive of. Uh, it makes you feel like really small, you know, in, in a lot of terms, like just by the scope of it. And like if if this was done by some intricate like levee and, and pulling system with water, like, man, how little do I know? Like how 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 little have I taken in that people that were in an ancient civilization built a city up on like, am, am I like am I? Of the lowest IQ level <laughs> possible, because this is, I, you know, you could explain it to me twenty times, and I'd be like, what? Like, what? like, I don't understand what you're saying right now. Like, really? Like, you know, you go, that's, and then also you, you think about, I think you think about like spiritual things. Like, you, you definitely feel something. Like, you know, you think about God and possibilities of gods and stuff. I mean, these people all worshipped, um, I believe, the sun and other gods. You know, Incas did. Mm-hmm. So you you know th- they were just doing this for what they believed was God. You know, worshiping Him. Like, are they sacrificed? Incas sacrificed. So, you know, they would kill their own, whew, offer them up. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's pretty amazing, man. I wonder what made them build those things. So when what what I would think as as far as it being very spiritual to be there in the terms of what what I mean by spiritual is that if a spirit was real. And if there is some sort of an energy that's inside of a life form and that energy like leaves and stays in that space once the person's gone, when you go to a place like a Machu Picchu and you think about all the thousands of years of history and all the people that have died, yeah. all the people that died in that area and what, what, you know, how long ago it was, like if there was ever, ever any feeling you could get of like the spirit of a place, it would have to be some sort of a really, really ancient place. You know, a, a, a place along those lines, like standing like where Troy is, 
walking around the Colosseum, you know, touching the Parthenon, like shit like that. Like, can you go to like really, really ancient places like that? That's, I mean, I, I know it's a different term when you say like spiritual, but it's got to like, there's got to be like a certain energy to those places. Yeah. If you really believe in that, if you really believe that human energy stays in the area when the, when the person is, is, is killed, which people believe when they believe that houses are haunted. You know, I know a lot of people that you tell them, hey, you want to buy JonBenet Ramsey's house? They'll go, get the fuck out of here. They'll go, dude, it's the best house ever. It's beautiful. It's only like half what it would be worth yeah. if it wasn't JonBenet Ramsey's. So they'll still be like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not living in that house. Why? Because they think that there might be some energy in that house. There's yeah. something left over. Yeah, they, um, uh, and I think that that's almost even a better way of like describing what, what it is. You get like, you feel something when you're in that presence, like that type of greatness. Yeah. Which is that, like, I think you feel like a boost. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. get like some feeling that you're, when you're there. You can't, you, you cannot, unless you're a total sociopath, walk into Machu, P Machu Picchu and just be like, yeah, yeah, cool. All right. What do you guys want to do? You want to grab lunch? Like it's, it's too amazing, too captivating, like inspiring to just be like, yeah, seen it. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I would love to go to uh, a place where I knew there was like Roman battles. Just walk along the ground, yeah, you know, like where the Colosseum is. They let you on the ground there, in Coliseum? in the Colosseum. Yeah, like, they let you, you actually yeah, walk you on the, the whole dirt thing. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. they let you walk I on think, that spot. Well, not you don't get to walk all throughout it. They have like a there's tour, areas like a that path. you can walk through. Yeah, it's like a path through the whole thing. If I if I, if yeah. I remember, dude, eat a pot brownie and stand in the middle of the Colosseum. And think of how crazy that shit is. Could you imagine if you were blitzkrieg on one of those Joey Diaz banana bread specials that he gets from that Russian place, and you went to the fucking Roman Coliseum and you stood there in the middle of that? <gasps> That'd be awesome, dude. Can I read you this about? Sure. I, I looked up this thing. It's a poem. Okay, in um, in 1531, the Spanish expedition led by uh, Francisco Pizarro, the the guy that just like discovered Peru, in for Spain, let's say, right? Like, right. Uh, the, the Spanish guy that came over. He had 180 men and 37 horses were on a quest to conquer the Incan Empire. The, Spani the Spaniards advanced to the south. Um, after receiving reinforcements, um, and the mar they marched toward a force uh, with a force of 106 foot soldiers and 62 horsemen. And they went on to beat Atahualpa, the Incan guy, and I believe his... 80,000 man army. Whoa. Yeah. Because uh, they had guns? And disease. Like their disease killed a huge, huge Holy amount. shit. So a couple hundred bad motherfuckers from Spain just dominated that whole place. Yep. And he captured, uh, he captured the, the top dog, the Spanish did. They captured Atahualpa and they, uh, they offered, he offered to fill a large room. They tell you this like when you're there, but 22 feet long, 17 feet wide, and a height of 8 feet with gold and, and twice with silver within two months. So to fill up rooms, which is gold and silver. And the Spanish uh, agreed to the terms, um, got the gold and silver, and then killed him. Oh, shit. Yeah. Gangster style, right? God damn. And... Um, can you imagine if you were forced to live like back then? Can you imagine if you were on the fucking shores of Peru or the, the ground in Peru and you saw the Spaniards rolling over the hill and horses and shit shooting at you? Yeah. Like they just decided they were just going to take over. Motherfucker. Could you imagine how much that would suck? 
Yeah, they um, uh, they were gonna. He was. They sentenced him. They like did a, like a formal like, you're on trial. You're guilty. We're gonna kill you now. And they wow. they sentenced him to die by burning. Ooh. And then they uh, they gave oh in accordance with his request because he agreed to be baptized. Then uh, they strangled him instead. Oh my god. Wow, he agreed to be baptized, and then they strangled him instead of burning him alive. Yeah, yeah that was the compromise. Holy shit. God Eli damn, they got one more that. compromise out of him before they killed him. Crazy, They made right? him get baptized. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude, people back then rocked it in an entirely different way, you know? Back then, you really could be like a Michelle Bachman and control the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's was, was no internet videos from 19... 19- 99 with you talking about the apocalypse and doom and absolutely man the fucking could you imagine if you could get inside the head of any sort of a dictator from that time period any sort of a a king or you know just just to get it it's like see how they were running shit back in like 1492 when Columbus took off they were you yeah. know they were they people forget like Spain, that was that was gangster country. Like, Fuck yeah! They have we have a uh, there are how many people like it's got to be like close to seven hundred million or eight hundred million people that speak a language from like three thousand miles away because they fucking ran shit, man. Yeah, they swung their dicks around. Hey, there's a hundred of us. Yeah, we're gonna kill you eighty thousand. <laughs> yeah, how gangster this is, is that? our shit now? <laughs> yeah, and it's like if they were a hundred dudes without a country, they would just be pirates. Yeah. And no one would take them seriously. They'd be a band of pirates and ruffians. Yep. But instead, history actually looks upon it as, you know, almost like a qualified act. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, they were, Spain attacked this. Yeah. You know, instead of, you know, like, you know, Blackbeard and his gang of thugs tried to take over North right. Carolina. Yeah. You know, instead of that, it's, it's, not it's a being, whole country. It's, it's so not it's, qualified as thuggish when yeah. it's super thuggish. It's totally thuggish. Yeah. It's the most gangster shit ever. A hundred yeah. dudes take over the fucking whole country. Unbelievable, man. That's insane, man. That's yeah. that's hard to believe. Did they have rapid fire guns back then, or was it a musket? No, no, no. They did it with muskets. Yeah, <laughs> knives. Jesus right? Christ. Bayonets. He took over with muskets. Can you Holy imagine how shit. stressful that would be? Like somebody's like running right towards you, and you're just trying to fucking fill your musket. But wasn't this also the case though that when the Spaniards came, there was a lot of confusion. They thought the Spaniards were gods, and so they let them in. Yeah, before I think the in, Spaniards took all took over and started killing people. I That's think Cortez, in, right? That might be Cortez. Cortez I, is that Cortez? My fucking well, my history. Also, my Mayan history is completely limited. My Aztec history. All I know is. The cool shit, like yeah, Kukla Khan was the snake with the yeah. fucking feathers, bro. Like I know shit like that, right? But they, well, they Quetzalcoatl. I know they had a lot of them hadn't seen horses, so they thought they were like they saw horses yeah. and they were like, what the fuck? Well, that's is why that? didn't they think that the that Spaniards on horses were initially gods? Yeah, I think they thought they were one being too. I yeah, because they came off and they're like that thing's got four legs. Yeah, I think there was there was a lot of. A lot of confusion in the beginning, and they actually like, gave them a lot of money and like let them deep in, and then they eventually realized. But if it was too late, that they yeah. weren't gods; they were just men that rode around on fucking horses. Unbelievable, man. That's how bad people had it back then. Yeah, it's and, amazing that that's not that long ago. And they would do shit like tell them like your whole worship shit is bullshit. Yeah, it's Catholic. Like you're Catholic or you're dead. And they're yeah. Like, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> like the thing they done for. Like all, the only thing they knew, which was probably you know the sun or the, or like stars, 
Yeah. These guys were like, that's not what it's at. That's, that's so about. Hawaii too, man. Yeah. And notice I said that with the correct you ethnic did. terminology. Yeah. Or it's, what's it, the word enunciation? Hawaii. Um, they they had uh, mercenaries or missionaries. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Missionaries, they're mercenaries for God. Yeah. That's all it is. Right. The mercenaries came to Hawaii in the 1800s and converted them to Christianity. And uh, like in the 1800s, they had their first Christian king, you know? Yeah. And they're like, um, yeah, Hawaii is a crazy situation, man. Did you swim with dolphins when you were there last? No, there was no dolphins. I didn't see any dolphins, but I did a few times ago. Not not this time, but the last time in Lanai. It's another one of the islands, and there, there you can swim with the dolphins. But the the most the trippiest experience that I ever had was in a boat with the dolphins. Cause dolphins will follow the boats and they'll play with you and jump around next to you. Yeah, it's amazing that that's five hours away by plane. Yet it's America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if we can't wrap our head around how big that is, that's literally if you took off from Burbank and the whole country was the ocean. The whole country. Right. Every state along the way. You fucking landed. Ohio. It's all ocean. And then you land in New Jersey and that's the shore. That's how fucking far away Hawaii, Hawaii is. Over the ocean. And yet it's still considered America. <laughs> yeah. Ah! That really is, you, f- you forget that that's colonization, right? That's what that is. That's gangster shit is yeah. what that is. Right, like that's, that's what it, it would Old be. school gangster shit. Hawaii was taken over in the 1890s by businessmen. Yeah. At least that's what it said when I was reading their, their thing. There just were some fucking people trying to keep on keeping on out there in the middle of the you know, ocean, living on a volcano, you know? Yeah. Spain, Spain still has the Canary Islands. That's yeah. off the west coast of Africa. And they're like, that's our shit. Still. We're lucky that Hawaii right is there. five hours away in a plane because that is the best spot ever. Yeah. If that, if that was like you could drive there, people would ruin that in a week. Yeah. If you could drive to Hawaii, if they made a bridge to Hawaii, it would be backed up with cars every day forever. And Hawaii would be covered in dirt and, 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 and fucking plastic bags and cigarette butts. It would be jacked within yeah. no time. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's the fact that you have to fly over there, so you can't bring too much shit with you. You can't keep your shit there unless you live there. And if you live there, they give you shit if you're a fucking litter bug, you cunt. You're living on yeah. Like, you walk along the beach. The beaches are clean, man. They're actually fucking clean. Like, the, you see very little trash on the beach. And if that was the same beach in the East Coast, it would just be everywhere you looked. It'd be a can or a bottle or a fucking a tampon or a syringe. Like, everywhere you go, there's trash. Like, yeah. no matter, they can't clean it up enough. And then it's in the water as well because, you know, the water's coming from all the way the fuck up to Maine and everything along down the way, uh, down the East Coast. is all just fucking Gross. cities and shit and people... You know, emptying their fucking toilet into the water. So by the time it gets to to where you are, it's 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 you know it's disgusting. Half yeah. of them are disgusting in comparison. Hawaii's just pristine, man. Beautiful. Couldn't deal with living there though. No. Why? Yeah, I was thinking there. I went to a luau. It's pretty badass. Can I more interesting? This? Sure, bro. Is a luau like a party, right? Yeah, it's like a party. They they cook a pig under the ground. The pig was delicious, and uh, the dude who was one of the the Hawaiian dancer dudes was a. Uh, uh, MMA fan was hooked me up and he gave me a piece of the cheek. That's supposed to be the best part of the pig. The butt cheek or the face cheek? The face cheek, not the butt cheek, dude. How dare you? But you do eat the skin. <laughs> they give you crispy skin. And they cook the skin. Yeah. It's re- it's really good, dude. It's good. Really? Yeah, dude. Oh, that's yeah. slow slow cooked pig. Oh. Slow cooked pig is pretty fucking spectacular. Hmm. It's uh, it's amazing stuff. Hmm. Um, uh, but their music is whack. You have to sit through their music. You know, and all I, was, all, all I was thinking was, I mean, it's a beautiful culture. They're, they're, they're amazing people, especially, let's be honest, especially when you're going to a resort. 
and you're spending money where they have to be nice to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But even outside of that, like in Maui, people are very nice. They're just friendly. If you're not like, whenever I hear people say things like, oh, Hawaiians don't like white people. They don't like people. Well, well, why not? Is it because so many white people are cunts? Yeah. Is that possibly what it is? I mean, I've, my experience there is that they've always been super nice. They're, they're just really genuinely nice people. But so many people are douchebags. And you're a douchebag. You come in from another country, basically, to them. Sure. And you're littering and you're acting like an asshole. And, of course, they're going to want to kick your ass. Of course. You know? So there's a certain amount of douchebags, I'm sure, that live in Hawaii. But for the most part, it's, it's really nice. But... That music, bro. That luau music. Yeah. There was a, a song that they sang yeah. about a, a woman selling papayas and uh, red and green bananas. And that was the whole fucking song. Yeah. She's selling her papayas <laughs> and her red and green banana. <laughs> and that's the song. And I'm going fucking crazy i'm going crazy because i just got there from the gym too i worked out they have a nice gym there at the hotel yeah so i got in a full fucking four days of power training there son yeah i, I worked out hard there so i felt good which kept me together but the whole time i was uh, in the gym i was listening to some old school leonard skinnerd i got like really into leonard skinnerd this week yeah <laughs> they got some fucking jams dude tearing shit up oh huh? god it was just i just got into the whole idea of these dirty white guys from florida you know drinking and singing and it's just a it's a fucking good vibe some of their songs are fucking great man free bird's kind of a long song and there's parts that are not that fun but when they go and they start getting, Lord, I can't change. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, so won't you fly? I'm free bird. Yeah. Dude, when you're lifting and that fucking shit comes on, you're like, you just want to fucking fire up some extra sets. <laughs> Boom. So I heard that. I had just heard Free Bird. I had just heard, you know, the ballad of Curtis Lowe. I had just heard. You know, uh, I I just heard all the cool shit. They call me the breeze. It's like beer drinking guys that like yeah. to fucking rock and roll. And I'm sitting here and I pop a breast trip, of course. I want a full Hawaii experience. I'm sitting here at this luau, baked to the gills, trying to keep an eye on the kids, drinking, drink, drinking pina coladas, listening mm. to some whack ass music. And I'm yeah. like, and while I'm sitting there, I'm having a great ass time in Hawaii. The weather's beautiful. It's paradise i'm thinking god damn how awesome would it be if they just said ladies and gentlemen please welcome leonard skinner <laughs> <laughs> and the hawaiian guys step aside yeah. and somehow or another ronnie van zant is still alive and they fucking start jamming leonard skinner out there on the beach i would pay a hundred thousand dollars for that shit all right you know what i'm saying i mean fucking then it would be an amazing vacation yeah but you're making me listening to cups papayas <laughs> And her red and green banana. It's terrible. Other other cultures have. I don't know why some music is so so bad. Like that shit's brutal. A lot of like you go to like you know look at research like Eastern European countries and their fucking music, oh, their traditional music is like what the it's fuck. Borat is that? shit. Yeah, it totally is Borat <laughs> shit. And it, that's why Borat's so good. And they all are really like that. Like, and it's some guy with some creepy fucking mustache who's like, nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. and you, you know, none of it really sounds like it has a melody or a rhythm. And and they're going crazy. Like that's the best song ever. That's the song that the goat doesn't drink out of the fountain because that's where you live. And you're like, what the? What is the meaning behind? <laughs> what's like, up? What's up with Mexican music? Same kind of thing, right? Like every single song sounds like a nice ice cream truck the, going down the street i mean it's like <laughs> there is a, there's a type of uh the, the mariachi music you mm. know the good mariachi music with good trumpets like when you hear like 
Oscar De La Hoya stepping into the uh, into the ring when yeah. he's walking down the aisle, stepping into the ring. He brings with him a badass mariachi band. Yeah, you know these motherfuckers are on top of shit. Yeah, when they're doing that shit, man, these guys are badass to watch. Like they're 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 experts. Sure, they're doing the real shit. You know. Yeah. There's some bullshit down yeah, there because there's some whack ass mariachi. But you it's realize like some whack ass stand up. What a big culture is in, in Mexico uh, are that cowboys are right. Like you know, cowboy. We have a, and we have country music. A lot of that shit you're hearing mm-hmm. that you're like, what is that? Bull-? That's their country music. Right. Yeah. That's why you're like, this fucking shit's yeah. terrible, man. But like, that's they they do have regular music. right? They do. Like, yeah, they, they have, have pop that's music. The only yeah, music I've ever heard. Yeah. When we were in San Diego. Rap, I was everything. listening to a rap station that was in Mexico. And there was also one station that we went on where we were allowed to swear because their station, their tower was actually located in Mexico. And even though we were in San Diego, they were a Mexican station. And so we were allowed to swear on the air. Really? I was like, that is fucking crazy. He goes, don't do it too much, but you can swear a little. Wow, really? Cool. Yeah, yeah. That it, is cool. It was weird. Yeah. Well, it's cool, but look at this fucking thing we're doing right now. We don't have to yeah. worry about any of that bullshit yeah, anymore. So this this fuck remo- we want to say. Fucking radio bitch. seems so obsolete now. And I do radio and I love doing it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's always nice and Kevin and Bean are my favorite. As far as people that are like still on radio, they're like the, my favorite show to come in cuz it's in LA and I can do it all the time, but god, I always have to watch what I'm saying. I always have to wonder if I could say this or say that. Like I you know, you got to be careful. Yeah, I've had some really bad radio experiences lately. Really? Just like shit where you're like, man, can you fucking, can you do a little bit like to add to <laughs> like, this? Like, what do you mean? Like, they'll go, I've had one where like, I get there and they're like, just the green room's over there, we'll come get you. And you're like, all right, you just sit down, you're in the green room. And then the guy comes in, he's like, hey, so uh, how you doing? Um, you'll be on the next segment. Like, we don't really do interviews or anything. It's like, just, you know, be funny. And I'll be like, what? And they're like, it's all on you, man. Just be funny. And I'm like, just be funny? Like, we're just going to, what do you want you me to start doing jokes? And they're like, just, be, you know, your chance to do whatever you want to do. I'm like, well, can we just, like, talk? Do you want us to ask you something specifically? I'm like, well, can, we can't, like, have, like, a regular, like, you don't want to, like, just make it an organic. Conversation. Yeah, like, can we just do that? We don't really do that here. Yeah. Like, you know, they tried right, to man. get me to not do that on the Bob and Tom show. Some guy came in. Bob and Tom were cool as fuck. Once They're I cool actually, guys. They yeah. were very cool guys. Yeah. Once I actually got in to meet them. But before I got to meet them, there was some dude that was like, give me the stink eye. And he goes, well, what specifically do you want them to talk to you about? And I go, I go, dude, anything. I go, I'm low maintenance. Just yeah. Let's just talk. Let's have a good time. Well, they, they need things to lead you into. I go, dude, I can't do that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you that I'm gonna talk about this or I'm gonna talk about that. It's gonna. That's gonna sound gross. Yeah. No, let's just sit down. We're gonna have some fun. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. And he gave me this stink eye, like I was unprofessional. Do you know that this is the Bob and Tom show? Really? Bob and Tom show is a fucking huge show. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's you know it's syndicated all across the country. They probably have millions of listeners. They got a lot of fucking listeners. They yeah. help. They help a lot of comedians. Totally. Right? They're. I've been yeah. on that show a number of times, and they're always awesome to yeah. me. Yeah. They're, they're great guys. This dude was giving me a stink eye. <laughs> but, you know, in his defense, it's probably what he's supposed to do. Yeah. You know, that's his fucking job, and I'm ruining it. You know, like I'm some hot shot. It's just going to come in here and sling, I had, sling dick. I had another one who uh, I did call in, and the, the guy's like, all right, so you're going to be on in a minute. Just like, you know, you got, a, you got a couple jokes ready to go. And I was like, I guess. Yeah, man. And then he's like, all right. So then he puts me on. The guy's like, hey, you're going to be at the club. 
It's awesome. Everybody go see him. All right, man. Now, before you do your thing, we're going to have you do your thing right here. And I'm like, nah. Like, I'm just going to start going oh to the act. Oh, my God. That's so gross. Yeah. And we just <clears throat> talked for a minute. And he's like, you let know us you do? Let's hear just it. Go like, right oh. Ralphie Ralphie? Just go right into Ralphie Mays' act. What? Just go right into Ralphie Mays' act and tell him that you did it, too. Say, Ralphie, man, I just I just went right into your act. I just started yeah. telling you. Just then, don't even do it yourself. Make it an inside joke. Yeah, I should, Do right? somebody else's material. I'll, do I'll turn it into Tom. Do, oh. Yeah, do on purpose. Like, tell, like have an agreement with someone. Listen, if I'm ever in a bad situation yeah. and they want me to do my own material, I'm going to do it very badly, but I'm going to do your stuff. Do it. Yeah, okay. And you make a deal. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise it's like, what the, that's the most... Re- Go ahead, tell us what you, what you think is funny these days, man. Yeah, dude. Oh. And you're like, oh. That's I had a just... conversation with uh, I'm gonna out him. I don't give a fuck. Cheech from Cheech and Chong yeah. at a party once. And he's like, what, "What are you talking about on stage?" I go, "Oh, you know, whatever, whatever. I think is interesting. You know, whatever is going on in my life. You know what I mean?" Yeah. So, what, what, what are you talking about now? Like, tell me some of your material. I go, "What? What? <laughs> this is what I said to him. What? What did you say? Come on, man. Fuck out of here. I'm not telling you my material. Yeah. What? This is what I. That's gross. Yeah, it is gross. You want? You know, if you ever want to come to a show. And well, the thing is too, like, what are you talking about? He kept, he kept going too, like, so what do you? Come on, tell me what you're talking about. I'm like, what? This is really what it comes down to, too. Like, it's like, all you have to do if you have comics, like, if you're a radio station or whatever, a DJ, is just have the minimum amount, like, feign interest in who's in front of you, like, just a little bit, and you can get a conversation going that that's going to be interesting and funny. And like, usually, if it's somebody famous, like, if you, they go, it's already in their head. So they'll be like, I love news radio, or hey, so what? You know, they'll, so they'll ask you like, what about this? And they can get something going. But if you, they don't know who you are, they don't recognize you. They sometimes, some not all of them, but some of them will literally just be like, so what's up? And like you're on the air, and you're like, I flew in. Like what? <laughs> I'm tired. And they're like, do you have any? Like you want to get into your shit? And you're like, well, like just really like. I'm just gonna fucking dance around right now. Maybe it's people that just don't understand stand up. I guess you know. Man. I, it just it always makes it like this is like weird, and then you leave it like that was fun. That wasn't a promotion for the show. That was just <laughs> awkwardness. Yeah, that was really awkward and painful, and I, I don't want anything to do with that again. I don't think a lot of those guys that are doing radio want to be doing it that way either. Yeah. There's a lot of them that are stuck with a, a real format that they have to follow. Yeah, yeah. You know that's a bitch, dude. When you're hanging around with people and you know, shit they can't talk about anymore, yeah. and just breaks they have to hit, and you know, yeah. But that just sounds like people just suck at radio. They they do, yeah. Some of them do, you know. Some of them just don't like they. I think if you just look up one thing on somebody, you can be like, "What's up with this dude?" Well, I think a lot of people um, are not that interesting. Yeah, you know, that's the reality of it. They shouldn't really be DJs, but they've worked hard at it and they've pushed themselves into a situation where they're, you know, on TV all the or on the radio rather all the time. Yeah. And they actually have a little bit of a following, and then they get a little bit of an ego behind it, and they think they're special. Yeah, <sighs> I'd like to buy a book of just like a thousand people doing their stink eye, like different versions of their stink eye, because everyone does it a little bit like, different. It would have to be a legit stink eye, though. I know. You What's your stink eye? Let me see your stink eye. eye. I don't know. You'd have to say something stupid again. I'll give it to you then, um, bitch. How about that? Ready? I shaved my balls the other day, and I have a mole, and I forgot about it, and I cut it off. Is that okay? Yeah, you should probably – you'll be okay. Okay. Moles are, can be cut off, right? Well, your your balls are probably like a fucking water balloon, and that's going to be a <laughs> hole where all your loads are going to leak out of. Next uh, time next time you come, it's going to be like dust. It's one of those big, weird ones that some <clears throat> you know they people have under their eyes sometimes. Listen, son, put a Band-Aid on that bitch and don't worry about okay. it. If it starts You're to fine. swell up and hurt, go to a doctor. Right. You have big old Clean balls. it off. 
It, it was just I just have the one. It was like one of those ones that stick out a little. Like that's called a wart. wart. No, 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 no. It. It's a mole. It's, it's a lot of people. I've had it since I was a little baby. Now. <laughs> yeah, you might want to get it free. Look, one in five. Yeah, it's not what, really. Whatever. It's brown. Whatever dog. That's how it is. Get that shit. It's shaped. gone now. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Most of it's gone, or the whole thing. I think I cut the whole thing off. Damn, man. Mm. That, hurt, that's a hurt commitment. A it hurt like crazy. That seems kind of stupid. Did yeah. you like halfway cut it off and figure, well, now that I'm here, why don't I just pick at it until it looks like mm. symmetrical? It was a Gillette sensor. It oh, was, so it sliced it, it, it right sliced off? sliced it right off. Wow. Did you wow. get Gillette sensors from, did Callan hook you up? <laughs> yeah, he gave me a whole trunk full. Did he really? No. <laughs> is, Callan's doing a Gillette sensor. I know. Gillette, it's right? all over fucking TV. That and yeah. little Esther in the is Bing good? commercial. Is it good? How are Callan's how uh, Gillette sensor commercials? Eh, it's just commercial. Like, He's fake like game the spokesman. Yeah, he's like the guy. fake host. Oh, really? Yeah. He's such a talented guy. I'm always confused as to why that guy's not huge. Yeah. As long as I've known him, I'm like, some. there's going to be one day where someone's going to figure out that Brian Callen's one of the funniest people on the planet. Yeah. And boom. Explode. He's going to be on the on the huge movies. and. Yeah. Well, he is in some he of these movies. little parts. Right, but, little parts. But yeah. Dude, that guy's so fucking funny. He's uh, one of the funniest people i ever met in my life. Yeah. He's really fucking funny, man. He does. Uh, he's thinking about doing a podcast. He's uh, on the on the cusp right now, isn't he, Brian? Did you talk to him about it? Uh, no, I've never talked to him about well, it. He's eventually going to do it. I know he is. He's He'd perfect for it. I think great on that. Dude's got a, a mountain of information inside of his head. Not all of it correct, but that's all right. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> it's yeah. fascinating. He'll he'll own up to it though. He's like, oh yeah, I fucked up about that one. Like you know, I'll, I'll call him on the phone the next day. Yo, I got a lot of twitters about some shit you said. Yeah, yeah, I fucked up a few of those. <laughs> oh, but full disclosure, I might have fucked up tons of information with the Machu Picchu shit. Sure. Yeah. So don't email me. Don't tell me how wrong I was. I, you've I'm, been up there. You've been up there twice. Three times. Yeah. Have you ever been to any of the Mayan sites like Chichen Itza or no? Pelun? Never. Mm-mm. I've only been to Chichen Itza, but that was that was enough. That was enough to freak me the fuck out. It did, right? What Ooh. did you think when you first saw that? Well, I've been a, a huge fan of uh, you know the the Mayan culture and how bizarre they were and how their writing was in this weird sort of hieroglyphs, these images that represented. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I I had really gotten into it. I read a lot of books about it before I ever went down there. And then uh, once I went down there, I was like, this is so incredible. You know, it's it's just hard to believe that these people from, you know, X amount of thousands of years ago created this and then still here. But the thing that really sealed it for me was I got a guy who was a local professor who was one of the guides. And you paid him. You know, I paid him like whatever it was. I gave him like double what he was supposed to make because he was super cool. And he takes me on this tour, a personal one-on-one tour. And we go... Uh, to all these different spots, and he explains what they created this for and what, what it's designed for. And he took me to this one spot. He's like, this is the place where they would do the lysergic acid that they would take from all these plants. And this was like where they would have psychedelic rituals, and they probably ate mushrooms. And he's telling me about all these different things they did. Like, and that's when the whole Mayan thing had pieced together for me because I had just started doing mushrooms. I just had like a couple of trips before I'd ever went there. So then when I went there, and I saw that these people were fucking trippers. I'm like, oh, well, that that explains so much. Yeah. I was wondering, like, why would anybody build these crazy geometric patterns that mirror the cosmos and these incredible elaborate stone structures? Like, what was going on? Oh, they were tripping their balls off. Do, do they tell you that too? Like he explains you like he they, did. Yeah. The, the, the the professor did. Yeah, he yeah. went into depth about it because I I told him that's something I was really interested in, and I said I'm, I'm always fascinated by the uh, the different ways that ancient cultures altered their state of consciousness, whether it was alcohol or mm-hmm. you know the peyote for the Indians or whatever. And so he also uh, had a lot of knowledge about that particular area. So he talked to me in depth 
about what they believe happened and where this is what they were used for rituals and you know certain symbols uh, indicate that they use certain different psychedelic plants and mushrooms fucking of course that's what happened i mean it's you know they trip balls yeah they, they had some crazy ideas and then it got a little out of hand yeah <laughs> a little out of hand <laughs> they always get out of hand man especially those south american fucking cultures it's too hot down there dude yeah people get wacky you know start slicing people over yeah you man. fucking don't drink enough water and next thing you know you're making a human sacrifice yeah that shit's crazy right human sacrifice they did a lot of it like we, ritually yeah like you know the there's time. speculation about that game that they played you know, that football game, which they, they, they believed at one point in time they played with human heads. They don't necessarily believe that anymore. They believe they may have played some games with human heads. But they believe that the winners of the game were the ones who got sacrificed. Really? Yeah. So the be- They don't know. I mean, there's some speculation. So everyone tried to lose as much yeah. as possible. So this was at <laughs> least, there, I mean, uh, there's a, an amazing National Geographic special on decoding Maya. I think it's actually called that decoding my about how hard it's been to decode their language and try yeah. to figure out what the fuck, you know, these guys were, were talking about. Yeah. It's, it's it's so complex, but you know, just th- that alone, you know, it's it, the, the, all their structures they left behind the, 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 you know, the amazing sophistication of their culture. And yet they were still killing people and sacrificing people and maybe killing the winners. Yeah. You know, like what? What? What were you doing? You're the best, man. What were they doing? But in a way that makes sense, right? Yeah, if they were just fucking tripping balls, hardcore (laughs) all the time. That's what I think it was. It almost like that is what would happen. What would happen to a society if you were just fucking tripping your balls out all the time? Well, you would make these incredible pyramids and you would keep making them doper and doper like Chichen Itza. And Chichen Itza is amazing, man. It's just incredible. One structure after another and mind-blowing shit. And then you would start playing football with human heads and, you know, <laughs> fucking, you would just go deep and, and you would want to kill people because you would know that they would go to the next place yeah. and the next place would be amazing because you've already been there because you're tripping balls. So, like, you're tripping balls while you're cutting someone's beating heart out. You're watching them you're like, as you're tripping your balls off. You're watching them transfer into the next dimension. Yeah. Come you know? on. Yeah. Too much mushrooms. That's that what we keeps can you learn. awake at night. For sure. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But look, man, if you look at all these different things that are, are here, these the Chichen Itza's, the you know the um, uh, Gobekli Tepe in, in Turkey, all these different things that are here that show that there's been all these different ancient ancient civilizations that existed for so long. I, I wonder how many of them were inspired by drugs. I wonder how many of them were inspired by some dude who picked something up, ate it, and had this fucking crazy freaky idea. Here's what we got to do. Yeah, we're building a city up here in the mountains. We probably lost contact with all that shit. And things are nice and easy now, so we don't need psychedelic drugs to try to figure out the world anymore. At least we don't think we do. That's probably what the fuck's going on. That's probably why this world's falling apart. If we could write it somehow, that would be the way. Just a, a massive mushroom day. Do you know how yeah. much a mushroom day would do for this world? A national, national mushroom day would change America forever. Forever. We just had one day. If we had a national mushroom day where they opened up places where people could buy mushrooms and they had medical staff waiting 24 hours a day for people who were freaking out and, you know, you signed up and you went into these, you know, fucking bunk rooms and everyone took it together and everyone was cool and they had security around, a lot of people that weren't high. That's the whole thing you want to know, right? It's like you want to be told everything's going to be all right. 
That would be cool, except for like 75% of the population probably yeah. suck. A lot of people would freak out. A lot of people would freak out, but my man, all the people who didn't freak out would, even if they did freak out, they'd probably learn something from it, and everybody would come back with a reinvigorated sense of who we are and how we interface with each other on this planet. How? No uh, doubt about that. How many times have you done it? Have you done a lot? Seven? Seven times? Mushrooms? Yeah, and both being DMT and mushrooms both about the same times. You, how about you, a lot? Hundreds. Hundreds? I mean, I've been doing it since I was 15. So. Yeah, Seriously? he's worst poster boy ever for mushrooms, right? This motherfucker. He's just like the Mayans. W- yeah. w- do you worship plume serpents? No. No? That's crazy, man. That's a lot. I've never done that. I, well, I used to do acid a lot, but then I started doing, I switched just to mushrooms like when I was like 20. <laughs> it's like I was doing five. Marlboros, but I went to Marlboro Lights. Yeah. I switched to just mushrooms, you know. That's how I took my non-reality. Yeah, yeah man. I was thinking about doing it in Montana. When I was there last weekend, but then I was like, that's that'd be a place to do it. Badass, but yeah. there's too many. There's people. There was people there. By the way, I didn't even tell you about this yet. There was at the hotel. There was these two guys on motorcycles, and they had like this little girl that was like four years old, and they were like checking in, and I was like behind them. So they're riding on a motorcycle with a four year old. Yeah, it was weird, man. And uh, I guess you could do that, right? If you were in charge of a four year old, you could probably take yes. them on a bike. I don't know if that's legal. Yeah, and so they go to the hotel, and they're like, "Yeah, we need a bedroom," mm. and they're like, "How many beds?" And they're just like one, and then it's like, "Wait, there's." Two guys and a little girl, yeah, and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, like that's bed. all I can afford. No, I mean beds. I mean beds. Yeah, you, I mean, oh, you could get a different. yeah. But yeah. Doesn't, it, doesn't it cost more money for a room with I, two beds? Usually, I don't think it does, but whatever. But uh, and then later, I saw them again, and they were like in the pool. One of the guys was in the pool with the little girl, and he goes, "You're, I'm the best uncle ever, right there, daughter or, or dear." And I'm like, oh, is he saying that louder on purpose? Is because I'm walking by or something? It was what, the you most thought awkward. He was? It was the most. Uh, it was just really. You awkward. thought he was putting on a show, like you yeah. call him the uncle, and then he's really doing yeah. some dick. It was. It was. Yeah. It was Ew. really awkward. Anyway, so then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna eat mushrooms here. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I, I think you need to be really aware of your environment. Yeah. If you wanna start fucking around. So if you already stuff. have like some thoughts going on that are like yeah. negative or something, you That's don't really. T- yeah. Well, I think this is how I would recommend you go about it. Number one, fucking if if anybody wants to do anything psychedelic, if you wanted to have like a, a guideline of how to have a psychedelic experience, number one, plan on doing it. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Say you're gonna give yourself X amount of time and then you're gonna do it. And in between that, take care of your health. Eat good foods. Don't eat anything fast, fucked up. Fast though, the day you do it though. Fast the day you do it, but keep your body clean. Like you'll you'll feel better. Do some yoga. Do some yoga like the day before you do any sort of a psychedelic experience. If you can do it for a couple days, you know, a week for like two weeks and then have the experience, mm-hmm. you want to be relaxed. You want to be as calm and as at peace with yourself. And then I would recommend if you can, get to a tank and do do an isolation tank. Really? Yes. Tripping balls on find mushrooms? Because you can find yourself in the tank and then when you meet yourself when you're on mushrooms, it won't be as shocking because you already, you'd already found yourself in the tank. You're yeah. like, okay, here I am again. Okay, but this time I'm ready for this, and yeah. I'm going to skate through this. I'm going to realize what this is all about. Because yeah. in the tank, you could always just stop it. You can't stop the mushroom trip. In the tank, if you're freaking out in the tank, you could just open your eyes, stand up, and get out, and you're sober like that. It's instantaneous because it's, it's all it's, – it's a natural psychedelic experience, and your body can snap right back to normal consciousness. So you mean not tripping, just – just tank. Just, just tank. Tank. tank by itself is a trip. Really? You don't need to do anything. Smoke a little, just a little bit. Two hits is all you need. Go in that tank and shoop, 
Boom. You've done it. You've done the tank, right? No. Nah. Never? He's a pussy, nah. bro. He's you don't no want to? Pussy. He's got no balls. He's, you he's, don't want to try that? Cut uh, his balls with a razor. They drain it out. No. Honestly, to me, it seems like I would probably enjoy it, but it's like I get, I get the idea in my head, and I'm like, Here's yeah, I'm sure it'll be relaxing and I've, nice. And I've talked about it too much, and now it's it's fucked, and he'll never be able to go into it because he gets in there and just be thinking about me talking yeah, about balls. Yeah, your head will pop in my face, and I'll go <laughs> hey, buddy. through a tunnel. <laughs> Come with me. I do take you on a tour. Try like I'll Jimmy try Cricket. that. You yeah. should try it a long time ago. You yeah, should definitely no, try it. Then once you do that, fun. then you're prepared. Then you're going to prepare yourself. Have a couple tank experiences. Then jump into the wonderful world of mushrooms. But not until then. Prepare yourself. And that's the problem, man. That's the problem with it being illegal. If that shit was legal, we could open up centers and we could fix people. Yeah. We could we could help a lot of people. Not we. Not me. I'm not opening up shit. Don't ask me. No, I'm not joining your business. No. <laughs> no, not a limited LLC. No. No, I ain't got no time. I mean we as in the human race. There was a lot of shrooms, I think. this I was in Asheville, North Carolina. Ooh, there was a lot of shrooms up there. A lot of shrooms there. That's there. a good place for shrooming. Yeah, man. And there was... this. I, I had a great... I did the Asheville Comedy Festival this past weekend. A lot oh, of this fun. past weekend? This past weekend. Really? I didn't even know they had a comedy yeah. festival there. Who, who were you up there with? Um, I, it was called Laugh Your Asheville Off is the name of the festival. Clever play on words. By the way, I'm taking my alpha brainwave formula right now. You got oh, vitamins, shit. man. I take three. These oh are this. Uh, these are our brain pills. Three? Mm-hmm. These are super brain pills. Yeah. I didn't take them earlier. That's why I sound so stupid. By the way, uh, Chris is coming into town next month. And he's, he's not Chris anymore. I know. He changed his name to Aubrey. See who? What? Well, we can show you positive and negative examples of drugs. I'm a much nicer <laughs> person because of drugs. Me, I'm much nicer, much more introspective. But you know, Brian's done mushrooms a hundred times. We listen to him talk, and then you got our friend Chris who changed. His name to Aubrey. Yeah. After he had some uh, ayahuasca experiences. Seriously. In Peru. Yeah. He went. <laughs> he my man went deep, 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 deep into the jungles of the mind to the point where he wanted to stop being the person who he was. So he changed his fucking name, Shazam. Did you see the, the alpha pi- brain formula? It's coming out soon. Did he send you the pictures of? Uh, yes. I was like, what what is, what it is looks is like the end of Hangover Don't credits. That. Don't say that. Don't talk. <laughs> what about is that? that? What is that? Huh? What this is, is that? my my shit that we're gonna be selling. Um, it's uh, nootropics. And what it is, and we're, we're gonna be, we're done with this. He's coming in the August. end of July, uh, or yeah, end of July, July early August. August. Um, and then we're gonna, it's, it'll, it'll launch right after that. But what it is is, it's basically the the highest level brain nutrients that we could find, mixed them all together. And and Chris, excuse me, Aubrey, <laughs> worked very hard on this formula, and tweaked it. And you know, it's basically all the information is available online, and all this stuff is available. It's we good don't have, for your yeah, we don't mind. have anything. There's nothing in here that you can't buy individually. So I mean, if you can't afford this, or if you know you want to try it yourself, you could always just find out what the ingredients are and go replicate it yourself. But what we've done is we put it all together into one pill form, and you take it, and it does something. I don't know exactly what you could say it does, but it, it makes you feel sharper. Really? It makes your brain fire better. Oh, for sure. It makes me feel less tired when I have um, jet lag. When I check into hotels, I take three of them as soon as I land, and I, I always feel much better. I feel much more relaxed when I wake up. It's weird, dude. The, my dreams are insane. Wait, That's I why I had my Arnold Schwarzenegger shit, dream. Yeah. You take this too? Yeah, I've, I've, I don't know what revision that one is. This is the newest of the newest. Okay, yeah, I, I'm on the. I had the first revision. Dude, nice. stuff is amazing. And What's it called all, again? Well, we have. It, well, let me see what we're calling it right now. It's Alpha. He's calling it Alpha. But something. it's on Onit Labs. Onit.it.com yeah. uh, or Onit Labs? Is it Onit Labs? Yeah, I think it's on, just Onit.com. Maybe. 
Uh, hold on. All but right. uh, they also make a product called Roll On and Roll Off. When I do shrooms, I do Roll On before uh, I do shrooms, and then the next day I do yeah, Roll Yeah, it's to oh. balance out your neurochemistry. Yeah, it's onit.com. Yeah. They balance out your fucking brain juice. Yeah. So, um... Anyway, I think we just crashed this server. But <laughs> Did we? Yeah. Shit. So, um, oh, but Asheville, back to Asheville. Great. Uh, it was just, it was, it's a really cool festival because it's, you know, it's smaller than like the, the big festivals are just, they're fun. They're really well run, but they're, they're massive. You know, they're massive. Right. Huge things where it's like you, you know, there's countless shows going on and, and everything is like you, you almost lose kind of, you know, sense of where you are and like, where am I supposed to be? And right, you, right, right, right. This is small enough. It's the fifth year they did Have it. Have you been so. to Montreal? That's the biggest one, right? Yeah. Well, I did Melbourne a few months ago. Is that bigger? That is, I think so. It's, really? It's huge, huge. I heard that a lot of the international guys are really bad. Uh, uh I mean, I didn't see that many shows. I I saw like because I was doing shows, so I was like, you know, we check out some shows. I didn't even hear that. I'm just talking shit. Oh, you really? I just want to see if oh. you talk some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to pull you into a shit talk, man. <clears throat> I always root for people in other countries to be hilarious. Yeah, no, I saw some really funny. D- I saw this Irish dude. Fuck, I forget his name. Who was hilarious? And really? He didn't put on a traditional stand-up show. It was more like you know a performance, right? Um, like in what sense? Uh, just that like he he brought people on stage and he would do shit, but he was just genuinely funny, like a funny guy. <laughs> and like you know, like he like music cues would come on, he'd. Fucking Scottish seem to people. have a good sense of humor. Great sense of humor, like yeah. that Billy Connolly guy. He's yeah. a solid stand-up. Australians were they were all the crowds were great. Everybody was great. Do you great. ever feel like uh, English comics get extra props because their accent? Like the certain certain dudes that get like extra credit. Yeah, get- <laughs> sure. And I, I also feel, feel like, like they give themselves extra cl- credit for being clever. Like they'll kind of be like. <laughs> Like, you didn't get that dumb shit? Well, that was yeah. a fucking brilliant thing that I just said. I Absolutely. like Stuart Lee. Do you know who he is? The uh-uh. English guy? No. He's some interesting stuff. Very really? funny stuff. Yeah. But I always wonder, like, how would that translate in America? Because he has this really slow style that sort of depends on everyone paying attention and everyone being polite, you know? There's more of that in the audiences, like, definitely in Australia. Where like at, at least at these festival shows, uh-huh. where you get like a very polite, yeah, listening audience. Like England's very polite. They're yeah. even the rowdy people in England are polite. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, yeah. You know, we I've, I've had some shows where people are yelling out crazy shit, but they were polite in how they were doing it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing. A you Birmingham. should go home, Yank. Please. Like, they weren't that bad. Right. No one was being mean. They were just yelling shit out. But uh, I'm doing Birmingham. Just trying to figure out the date. So I'm gonna do it with Doug Benson. And uh, yeah, Sweet. there's a UFC in Birmingham, so in, we're gonna in book something England in England, yeah, yeah, in November. I did that. I did Birmingham with uh, Russell Peters. Yeah, Birmingham's awesome. Yeah, I did that a while. That ago. That was his tune-up Dave show. Bishop. Yeah, for seven thousand five hundred people. His tune-up Russell. show. That was the warm-up for the arena. Did you do Let's the do O2 arena with him? Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We warmed up for seven thousand. Russell Peters is the biggest stand-up comic in the world, and people don't even realize yeah. that. They, they don't even realize it. I know a lot of people that have no idea who he is, and it's crazy to me. I'm like, you don't know who Russell Peters is. Like, you've never heard that name? Like, yeah. that, like you go to another country, and you say that name, or you go, you know, you, you like, put his name on, on the Staples Center or whatever, yeah. it'll fucking sell out. Yeah. 18,000 seats will sell out. Dude, I think, did I tell you, I, I told somebody that, like, you know, his audience was really nice, at O2 especially, was like, 
he's packed the O2 arena to tell jokes, right? Right. And you have you do I did like 20 minutes and set goes well and you get laughs and you're like this is amazing you finish and they give you like a nice applaud and then you think you have a gauge for how loud that's going to be. You right. know what I mean? Like when you're in a club and you hit a punchline you're like that wow and then if you really kill you're like so that's how like it can get loud and like you gauge how loud that is. I thought that because I had gotten laughs during my set, like, well, that's what it'll sound like. Man, when they said they, he had an intro to him coming on stage, and the intro was pre-recorded by Michael Buffer, okay, the ring announcer, right? Who and he does like let's get rid, like a whole build up. That place fucking exploded. Like they were like the Beatles are alive and they're here, and like and you guys are gonna see them for one show only. Screaming that made all the hair on your neck stand up goosebumps, and you're like, like you crouch because the wow. noise is overwhelming. It was that it was like they said, "Fucking Jesus has walked into the building." I'm gonna ask Bruce Buffer to introduce me on my next special. How tight is that? I feel like I gotta have Joey Diaz do it because Joey Diaz has done every one that I've ever done. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta have Joey. everything that I've ever done except for my Houston spe- uh, CD that I recorded in '99. Joey Diaz has introduced me to. It doesn't get much better than that. I bypassed the comedy works in Denver. I love you, but you won't put Joey Diaz on the menu. What? So I'm doing the uh, I'm doing a theater in. Uh, where am I doing? Uh, you know? Just put it up today. It's on your website and Twitter right now. It's not on UStream, son. It's um, <clears throat> we're doing a theater in um, uh, Denver, Colorado, the Paramount Theater. Nice. But Joe, and Joey Diaz can finally do it. Every time I've gone oh, yeah. to. Uh, to the comedy works in Denver, Joey can't work the comedy works. He had right. some sort of a disagreement with somebody yeah. back in the day, and unfortunately. So oh, that sucks. I, know. I hid my weed at the comedy works. We could always go back. go back. There. Okay, can we go we back there just for like back. two minutes? Yeah, we could okay. do a set, maybe a late there. night set Saturday night. That's possible. I'll too. be there in a couple of weeks. I'll grab it for you. No, I won't be at the that club. I'll be in a different club. I'll be at the Denver Improv, but I'll I'll go over there and grab you. I'll yeah, find no out who's going there. to the comedy works. Nine twenty three Denver Comedy Works. We could find out who's there, and if they're cool, we can hang with them. Yeah, that'd be cool. That way you can find when do you guys go? Uh, the Denver one is going to be in, uh, September 23rd. Okay. Should be fun. Denver's fucking awesome. But I'm going to get nostalgic. I'm going to want to move there again. Then I'm going to start getting apocalyptic. (laughs) Fucking worry about stocking up on water and shit and hunting elk. That's what that was, happens, bro. That was a crazy place. I saw your place. I get a yeah. You that went was, up there with yeah, me. That was crazy, man. Did you did you think I was crazy for moving there? No. What not did you at think all. when you went up there though? It had to be a weird. I mean, when someone says, "Hey, I, come on, I'm going to take you on a ride to the top of a mountain down a dirt honestly, road. And though, this is where I'm going to sleep with my kids at night." I thought like my real reaction was, "This is awesome. I wish I was in a position that I could do something like this." That was my genuine. Wow. I didn't see it as like, "What the fuck is he doing?" I was like. Oh man, I wish I could fucking do this too. That's honestly how I felt. Two, there's two types of people. There's people that thought that way, like me, and then there's people that thought like, "What the fuck are no, you doing?" No, I thought it was really cool. But once but the I'm dog... also like, kind of antisocial, like personally, and like I'm, 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 I like Speaks. kind of isolation Peace. and privacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, I think the the move is you gotta have both, you know. And I think with one of the reasons why a guy like you or a guy like I <clears throat> might want to have some peace and quiet alone. Is because performing can be kind of overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, I think Being you're right. Being in front of giant groups of people re- yeah. requires this intense amount of energy and concentration. Yeah. And then, you know, then, then there's also like meet and greets, you know, after the shows where it's like, yeah. you know, I want to say hi to everybody. I want to, but then I want nothing. Yeah. I want c- complete quiet. And I like just to sit on a fucking tree 
you know, a fallen tree and look over at a lake and fucking go fishing. Love it. And I want to. I don't want to hear shit, man. I don't want to answer questions about when is Anderson Silva gonna fight fucking this guy. Yeah, like, come just, on. I don't want to hear shit, dude. I just want to watch yeah. the water ripple. Yeah. yeah. I want. I want. I want to recharge. Well, I get that. My wife, because my wife's a comic too. Like we turn down social invitations almost a hundred percent of the time. Wow. Because we both we both perform. When we get home, we're like, "This is awesome." We're just yeah. gonna sit here on the couch. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, and then the people are like, "No, but this thing is gonna be awesome." And we're Ugh. like, "Yeah, but I don't want to go." Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't exact go same way. That your house uh, reminded me of uh, something you would see on a trapper keeper. Like yeah. I remember how amazing <laughs> it, the photos. I never got to see it, but I, the photos you sent me, I was like, "Jesus, that, was a that trip. Just, dude, his place was amazing." It was a trip, dude. It was amazing. It was a trip. The, the the view was incredible. And the it had the back. there was that walk that we went on, mm-hmm. and that lady, she was such a cool lady that owned the place yeah i really liked that lady she was yeah. awesome yeah, and she was really lady. super yoga into yoga and then she was like <laughs> here i stand and like the sun hit it and she had like a wooden thing and she was like i just sit here and you know you have to give thanks give thanks but like i wasn't all into necessarily doing that but i loved like being able to walk out there stand on the side of a mountain it's yeah. awesome and you just stand like it's amazing trees and oh, it's so it's, cool that's uh that's where people are supposed to be you're supposed to, at some point in time, be there and relax and kind of look at it and reset your perspective when you enter into the hive again. Yeah. When you're in the hive, like we're in the hive right now, you know, there's, even though we're, we're kind of relaxed up here and it's kind of quiet where I live, there's still millions of people in this area. There's, yeah. you, whether or not you realize it, you're feeling that. Yeah. You know, you're, you're hearing cars move. You're, you're, you, that has an impact on you. Yeah, breathing and that's, it. Well, yeah, you're breathing it for sure. That has a big impact. And one of the things that I learned from that fucking isolation tank is that the more you can remove, the the more you can see things clear. And removing things and distractions and bad things from your environment, when you have all these things in your environment and they're just there all the time, you don't ever think of removing them. People who live in New York City, they love it. I love the action. I love the sound. I love this city. It's an amazing yeah. city. Yeah. You don't realize that city is bombarding you with sensory input bombarding you with information that you have to process all the time. Yeah. And some people enjoy that, and it, it actually yeah. keeps them going. But to, to really get a fresh sense of who you are and what life is, and just, just look at it at a, a one-degree different angle. Just get to the woods, man. Yeah. Get to the shore. Could walk along the ocean. Stare out at that never-ending water. Yeah. Just put, you need some form of visible nature to humble yourself. You know, and in California, that's one of the reasons why people are such fucking twats. There's no weather you have to deal with ever. Yeah. It's just beautiful out here all the time. It's sunny. It fucking hardly ever rains. When it does, it rains for a day. You know, it might rain 10 days a year. You know, I mean, what's the, what's the most? 20? 20 out of 365? It doesn't fucking rain very often, man. No. We don't have to deal with wind. We don't have to deal with shit. Occasionally, something lights on fire. But that's why people are such cunts out here. Because you need nature in your face. You need a thunderstorm, man. You need something like that to really like put it in perspective. Sure. Oh, man, I need to be a little more humble about my position here. Yeah. Okay, I'm just a little tiny little organism clinging to this giant thing, hurling through the galaxy. You know, and the best way, in my opinion, to, to, to feel that is to be somewhere natural. Just interact with the earth. Somewhere where you could see a fucking forest. Somewhere where you could see the ocean and see the fucking water that goes on as far as you can see. It's water. And it's deep as fuck. Yeah. And all it has to do is the earth moves and then a wave a hundred feet high comes 
flying at you 50 miles an hour and yeah. fucking jacks you. You know, it's, it's, it's it changes the way you feel. Fuck yeah, it yeah. does. I did, uh, I went to Sun Valley, Idaho this winter. That was amazing, man. Oh, yeah, that's gorgeous. Oh, man. my God. That, like, that, like, you that literally. The area out there with the lakes, like, oh, Coeur d'Alene and yeah. all that. And then there's, there's, there's these beautiful mountains covered oh. in snow. And then there's huge trees, and you just, you go, holy shit. Yeah, just everything's just like. Yeah, it changes the whole. <sighs> yeah. Your fucking whole physical being, like, tunes into it. You yeah. Know? And then you, you, you relax go, more. I wish I could have a house here. Yeah. That's the next thought you have. Like, yeah. I wish I fucking had a house here. Yeah, we have uh, some friends that keep a summer house on, on, the, on the lake out there, and they're holy always talking shit. about how amazing. And they're in the clothing business, so they're like real. You know, hustle bustle, real, yeah. f- oh, real, always constantly on the go. And then they go there and just <sighs> imagine so, decompressing. Yeah. Imagine Fuck doing yeah. like a crazy tour. Yeah, where you just do like sixty cities, yeah. and then you get down. You're like, I want to go sit on the lake. The husband's done. He wants to move up there. He's like, Fuck this fucking crazy town. He wants to move up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have this giant business. They they make like shitloads of money selling clothes. So they, they, they really can't just abandon everything. They have yeah. like a high lifestyle to support. Yeah. You know, but meanwhile they just wanna just relax by the water, man. Mm. Everybody wants that fucking feeling of, of re- retiring somewhere, but you don't realize that that is very close to death. <laughs> yeah. You've kind of based, at least a lot of people have, who they are on what they do, what they do for a living, what they do for work, how they interact with people and feel useful. And as soon as you like slide away from that and just stay by yourself, it takes a very, uh, a very different mindset to enjoy that without starting to get depressed and start feeling that you're dying and it's yeah. the end of the line for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because that is, it really is putting the brakes on when you move somewhere, right? Cause you, yeah. But maybe it's, you're, you're opening up to something else because you're, instead of like your drive being for accomplishing more work, like maybe you're just becoming a different type of person. Yeah. You're still doing some type of work, I'm saying. Yeah. But you're putting work into yourself more. Well, if you could figure out how to Hunter S. Thompson it, how to just live up there and then, and then travel in whenever you wanted and then interact with the people and then head back out to your shelter. Where would he live? Where he, he lived live? in uh, Woody Creek. In Colorado. Colorado. It's uh, near Aspen. Really more remote even sort of than I was living because Aspen's trickier to get to. You know, you fly right into Denver, you drive an hour, you're in Boulder, you drive 20 minutes, you're in the mountains. I mean, it's that, it's that easy. It's literally you're an hour and 20 minutes from your car to uh, where I lived. That's not hard at all, you know, and you're in the fucking woods. Yeah. You know, where he was is a lot more difficult. You had to fly in to Aspen, and Aspen's like a little tiny-ass airport airport rather and it doesn't um it's not a good one either it's a funky one because it's like nestled in between mountains and sometimes people crash like i know they reroute you all the time too yeah yeah they rerouted us when we did the aspen comedy festival yeah they they said the winds are too high and there's too much snow and we don't want to slam into a fucking mountain that we can't see they did that to to worry about that they did that christina this year when she went there and i did that for sun valley they're like that airport's not working yeah fuck get on the bus and then drive Yeah. yeah the wind gets wacky up there man I knew a dude who lost his friends. They were in a private jet, and they were headed out to Aspen. There were high rollers in the movie business. Damn. And these guys were like super ballers, and they fucking were making millions and slammed into a mountain. Isn't that exploded. the worst? That you yeah. had, the, like, if you were to get, like, a, it seems like the worst thing is crashing in a private jet. Like, you're oh. like, let's do the fucking private jet shit, man. Yes. And you just, you're putting up crazy money well, that's how a lot to of fly luxury, and then your fucking private jet crashes. You're like, I paid. 60 grand for this flight and it crashed into the fucking mountain it's yeah private jet is the ultimate ridiculous indulgence because yeah. like what does it cost to fly to vegas it costs like 
you want to go first class, like a thousand bucks or two thousand bucks at the most. But, yeah, I, I would think more than the thousand because it's That's a pretty short flight. The here. most yeah. expensive that you yeah. can pay for. And if you wanted to go coach, it's like a couple hundred bucks, right? Yeah, you can. Even you go get... southwest for like a hundred and fifty bucks or something right, crazy, yeah. or you could spend fifteen thousand. Yeah. And go in a private jet. Yeah. Whoa. And then there's all the there's all the qualific like the all the different classifications of jet. Yeah. There's the small jet. Right. Mid sized jet. How about propeller planes? Propeller the planes. The really luxurious propeller right. planes. We got you, you a know, nice so you Cessna. Live like your fucking Ernest Hemingway right. flying to Cuba. Then like the the ultimate craziest status is like what Oprah has, which is a Boeing An airline, a Boeing business jet. So it's actually a converted. Like seven four seven or seven seven seven. Is that what she has? Where they, yeah, where they strip out the entire they fucking the, the sixty rows, and they have like a, Air Force like, One style, yeah, like entertainment area, bedroom. God, damn. Like that that's what Oprah has. Yeah, Joe, have you ever been to the Ronald Reagan Museum here uh, up crazy, in Calabasas? Right? Yeah. No, never been there. You should go there, get really baked, and go to the Ronald Reagan Museum. They have an Air Force One there, and it's so amazing. Like walking through this, what you're used. Where is to, it? It's like in Calabasas, Thousand Oaks, around up Thousand somewhere Oaks. around there, somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's up, out north. Yeah. Is it? Um, do they actually have a plane that you can step into? Like it's outside. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a real Air Force One. You go Whoa. it's inside a warehouse, and you get to walk through the whole thing. And they Whoa. they put like little. It was Ronald Reagan's, and they put like j- little jelly beans, uh, you know, on his desk because he liked jelly beans. But uh, does it have a um, one of those little escape pods where you climb in it and then they hit the parachute and you fucking the plane falls apart and he escapes? I can't remember, but it was pimp. And it was Did like they have 80s those? Pimp. The what? I'm sorry, you weren't even paying attention. No, I was reading. The fuck are you that was like Star Wars. No, I wasn't. I was reading. Okay. The the uh, <laughs> did they have like remember how like I know at least in some movies Air Force One had like an escape pod the president oh, climbed right. the pod yeah, yeah. and it would like a hell you know a parachute know. would deploy or I don't think a this jet. Is, I think no. that's Star Wars. So, yeah. Is that bullshit? <laughs> I think that's bullshit. So if the plane crashes, he's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. They can't save the president. Right. The uh, the seven eight seven I believe people would get mad. And go, why can you save the president? You can't save my little Billy. I always wonder why they couldn't have fucking parachutes. That's a last resort somewhere on the plane, just my in case there's a hole. Johnny B said it best. He goes, why can't they have a parachute for the whole fucking plane? Yeah, yeah. That's what he said. It's high so as fuck. Sense. How about yeah. this, bro? How about this, bro? I can fucking solve airplane crashes. What happens? Plane breaks in the sky. Oh, you got a parachute. You just drift to the ground. Why can't they do that? Yeah. He goes, he goes, what does it cost? How much is a fucking parachute? You cheap pricks. You can't even afford a fucking parachute. It makes so much sense, doesn't it? No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Because the weight of the parachute combined with the weight of the fucking plane, you'd probably run out of gas halfway to Idaho. The shit would fall apart. It'd be all dude out of whack. The Boeing business jets range in cost from $47 million to $310 million. Goddamn. And you know she didn't get the cheap one. Hell Oprah's no. a baller she sign. Got Bluetooth. Right now, oh, she's got one. ladies around her all the time, filing her nails, yeah. one on each toe. They're all white girls, too. <laughs> yeah, all white girls, under 120 pounds. That's all she asked for. I want only white workers, 120 pounds or lighter. Skinny girls. Pick a toe. And that's what she wants. The skinniest, prettiest girls to clean her toes and feet. <laughs> Put she, coconut why, butter on her elbows. Why she talks about her fucking $300 million jet that Jesus. she's converted into a disco. It's fucking nuts, right? Do you think Oprah's gay? Do I? No. Yes. No. You don't? Really? No. You don't consider it at all? That's th- the rumor, right? Is I think she's gay for that gale for Gail, I think she's more asexual and just a a power-hungry egomaniac. Really? Just, yeah, totally. You don't think she hires chicks to come over and eat her box? She might. <laughs> I don't know. 
She how might. much do you think that would cost? Just say yes. He just how please, much do you for think his tone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think so. How much do you think you gotta pay a girl <laughs> think so. to come over and eat Oprah's box? Uh, I think she probably has a flat rate. Like, I, mean, I mean, she's like, listen, you know, you can work at Wendy's. Yeah. They don't pay much. Yeah. Or you can eat my box. I'll ten fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Ten G's. Sure. Think about ten Each G's lick. a pop. Yep. Ten sure. G's for a twenty-minute session. Yeah. And that girl, that's all she does, and she just works for Oprah every couple of days. But she has like a little thing that she's like, I'll give you a little extra if you make the pussy pop. Like she has like a little, <laughs> like a little tag on it for, her. and the girl's like, what's that mean? Do you think Her Oprah pussy calls be yanking. Pussy? Yanking, yanking, you for think sure. she calls it a pussy? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Really? You think she talks about stank box? I think stank box. Yeah. Or stank box? Yeah. Because you know, sometimes when she gets like, she gets back to her old southern roots and she'll be like, girl, you know, this shit is delicious. She doesn't say shit, but like, this is delicious, girl. Like, she'll really play it up. I think when she's in bed, she's probably like, get that pussy, get it. I guarantee you, if you could encapsulate the smell of an Oprah Winfrey post binge diarrhea blast, because she knows she must go on a a binge. Oh, she she drops heat. She gets gets heavy, bro. Some shit goes down. She got real skinny for a while and then she just plumps up and there's some eating going on there. Yeah. There's a lot of stress, and that's how she. If you could encapsulate it into like a, a something you could open and smell her shit, yeah, mm-hmm. I guarantee you people would buy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'd be fascinated. People are. Fascinated. I love grape juice for a certain amount of money. If you just, as long as you made it reasonable, if you said smell Oprah shit for one dollar, you would make millions. Yeah, if it's all it costs, like a buck. That's not. That's not. Yeah, it's, it's very not that reasonable. Much. It's less it than would a cup be of more coffee. Than, yeah. Would you, you do it? Yeah. You might make five, six million bucks off that product. Sure. Why do we do it? Why can't they encapsulate record smells the way they record sound and visual? It's just because there's not that much of a demand for it. It seems like they should be able to do that by now. Like they should be able to put a smell into some sort of a reusable medium. You know, visual medium is like they can record video. You can watch that video. It gets in through your eyes. You know, why can't they record a smell? Yeah. You know? I mean, because you've ever done the like the film capsule thing? You've done that before? What's that? Like the 35 millimeter uh, film cart, you know, the, the little black thing. Mm-hmm. Fart in it, and then you... Encapsulate it? Yeah. You, you can close it? That fart will stay in there. <laughs> no yeah. way. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, He's it will. so confident. I would bet on him. Yes. I've experimented get... with cups and stuff Jars? And... You can do it with jars, too. I've tried. Well, I've no, tried. No, I've you, tr- you tried with a kitty fart failed. cup. No. And you also didn't fart. Like, you got to really be into farting. I, I am. <laughs> yeah, I, really I, I, I farted on Christina the I, other day when you were there. Did I, you really? Yeah, she, really we were all walking it. out of the office, and I just trailed her whole leg the whole time. Damn, dude. Why did you fart on his wife? <laughs> Don't fart on my wife. That's so it's disrespectful, rude. man. Yeah, you can't be farting on dude's I'm just wife. Kidding. My daughter <laughs> farts on me all the time. We'll be watching TV shows with her. She's sitting in my lap, and she just starts farting. Three year olds don't give a fuck. But you just and laugh I go, at that. And I go, you, right? did you just fart on me? She goes, yeah. <laughs> and that's just that's, farts on you. That's got to be the only time yeah, that it's acceptable you. or cute, right? It's like yeah. it's your daughter, and you're like, yeah, you know, right. it, it is what it is. You know, yeah. I gotta, I gotta wipe her butt. Yeah. Still, make sure it's done right. right. I gotta flush no her, flush her yeah. logs. Yeah. If a, a baby's log, a three-year-old baby, if the your log was improportionate, it would be the size of your fucking thigh. Oh, yeah, because they have big old shits still. Giant shits. Yeah. They, they eat so much. You know, kids are always hungry. They're yeah. growing. So they just fucking pack that food, and it comes out like a, like a grown-up shit. Yeah. And you, you try to do the math. Like, that's ridiculous. I love taking shit. You going to have a little Tommy running around, you and Christina? I want to, yeah. We shoot some, at some shoot point. Shoot some live rounds in there and definitely, get the party rolling? Definitely, at some point. I definitely I can't want kids. Wait. How you old is she right now? Great couple. She is 35. That's when yeah. you got to start thinking about it. Yeah. You got to start thinking yeah. about, you know, your yeah. your 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 window. 
I don't know what the window is for a kid to be healthy, but we're going to get on it. Yeah, we're going to get on it. Come on, son. Film it, too. Yeah. I should film the whole thing, the porn. Yeah. Right up to it. Oh, yeah. It could be a new reality show. By the time your kid is born, that will be passe. Kim Kardashian will have already had like a cervix reality show. Sure. Kim Kardashian's new show is going to be a, a microchip little camera where you can just see the black dicks going in oh. one after oh. the other. That's the whole show. The whole, the whole show is a 24-hour internet cam inside her pussy. It's all Wi-Fi, and it, and it, it just <laughs> it's all hooked up. <laughs> I, I, look, you would pay for that. Would you pay for that? Yes. yes. If that was on the Playboy channel, if they agreed, if a girl agreed to do it, please, someone out there, steal this idea. Get a girl who looks like Kim Kardashian. Pretend it's Kim Kardashian. Lie to me. Say this may or may not be Kim Kardashian's yeah. pussy. And get a girl to put a 24-hour webcam inside her box. Some, somebody stole an idea from me the other day, by the way. Really? I How have, do you know? I've it could had, be parallel well, thinking. Yeah, it could totally be parallel thinking. For years, I've said, and I even said it just a couple, uh, last week on a podcast, but I said on one of your old, old podcasts, I can't remember, that I had this idea that called snail mail. And where um, I, I thought about it when my grandmother was still alive, that she doesn't get, have a computer, but I wanted to be able to like write an email and then send it to a company, and that company would write it out and send her like a handwritten letter. You know, so it would be easy for me to write letters to my grandmother for a, a charge. The other day, uh, we had a Freddie Lockhart podcast, and I talked about it. And then two, yesterday, Gizmodo.com said this like artist guy did that. And he's called Snail Mail to Email or Email to Snail Mail.com or something like that. And that's what this new company is called. Well, if they stole from you, I hope they're fucking, they crashed to the ground, Brian. <laughs> yeah, it's not cool, man. Care. It's not cool at all. How long have they been around? I think since yesterday. Have you know. allowed them to steal from you? You don't want a piece of that. There's no money. Well, he's there. doing it for free, so, I don't, so it's like more of an art project. I think. So this if guy's he did steal your idea, you welcome it. You have, yeah, you're happy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. That's yeah. nice. It's very thoughtful of you, dude. It's nice. You're you're contributing to the world, right? You little wacky ideas. Yeah, I've had time. I would have done it myself. If you don't know uh, and you can't get enough of Brian, you're like, God, who's that dude stumbling through his sentences? I fucking love him. <laughs> He's too stoned. You can, yeah, he is too stoned. Brian is a way smoother talker before he does the podcast. But <laughs> I knew that I was going to get past that third hit his way. And he's impulsive. He's going to say yes. And I know he shouldn't have it, but part of me wants to see him take you that third hit. You did give me a third hit. I did. Yeah. I gave you that third I didn't hit. Realize. I took the third hit too. I'm just starting to come back. I'm on a, a Machu Picchu high. <laughs> the entire time we were talking, <laughs> I was thinking about Machu Picchu. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Plan your trip, man. Plan your trip. Yeah, that's hard when you have little ones. Yeah. I don't think they'd be down. No, it's not. I gotta tell Mickey Mouse is at the top. This is no. what I'll do. I'll hire some dudes dressed like Mickey and Donald, and they'll be waiting for me at the top of Machu Picchu. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. And the like, and the kids will be like, "Daddy, let's go back. I can't breathe." Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> it's not the ideal place for Daddy little kids. Daddy wants to see the big rocks. Hey. I'm here for the big rocks, you fucks. Hey, don't yeah. let your kids have lemonade stands. I saw a lemonade no. stand the other day, and it blew my mind. I was like, wait. Got to be parents. There's right these there. two kids on the side of a yeah. street, and yeah, that's, that's like just an open invitation. shopping. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is that? There was no parents anywhere. Where? Did you hear about in front the, of the house? The or? poor guy in, um, in 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 Brooklyn. Did you hear about this? Where the the little kid asks for directions. He's on his way home from school. He's eight years old. Asks for directions. They can't find him. And they find a video of the kid at the playground talking to some man. They go to the man's house. And the kid's chopped up in his refrigerator. Fuck wow. no. Yeah. Guy's an Orthodox Jew too, which really, really? shocked the Jewish community because the other kid was a Hasidic Jew, and it's you know a very tight knit Jewish community. Yeah. This, this guy. An Orthodox Jew killed his fucking kid and chopped him up. I did think it was like it was weird. Like yesterday, I'm driving down like Glendale Boulevard, 
and it's like sundown and you see like I saw two girls that were probably like I don't know maybe like 12 13 just walking down the street and it's not like a bad neighborhood mm. but you're like you shouldn't be walking down Glendale yeah. Boulevard like you're too young like yeah. you know, the cars are flying by yeah. and there's there's it's it's still LA there's weirdos on any street just walking around it does make me go like man I I thought like I would definitely not be cool with my kid walking around you know, Where you even, live? Well, just like that street, like it's not a, it's not that well, wasn't that's like, why it's not a residential always, street, man. Like it's, it's a, it's like a highway almost. That's why people always want to go to the suburbs once they have children. Yeah, it's like wow, this hive is just too crazy. Yeah, I sort of admire people that raise their kids in New York City. I'm like, wow, what a wild ride that's got to be for kids. Yeah, you know, to grow up in you know the Me. the hub of North American civilization. Yeah, I mean, New York City is unlike any other city. You can call all LA a city all you want, but it's really not. It's a it's a destination. Spread out. It's a yeah. destination. It is. LA's an area. It's a place. But it's not a city. New York City is a fucking city, man. Yeah. When you're in staying in a hotel and you open your window and everywhere around you are sixty, seventy story skyscrapers and you're looking down the ground and there's fucking millions of people looking out at their windows and yeah. looking at you and you yeah. see this giant thing that's created in, on this little island. That's a fucking city, man. Yeah. And that's, there's that's the human experience and it's and it's highest rpm form you know this giant construction where everything's built up you know they don't have any room to go east and west so they go yeah. north and south you know what and, the fuck that's a weird place to all raise kids. east coast cities have that a different vibe mm. and feel than like out here like yeah you know san francisco is a proper city like mm-hmm. a, a tight kind of thing but like you know like philly baltimore New York, those are like those are cities where there's you can feel the city's alive. Here you don't yeah. really here like, this yeah the city and it's the city's filled with pukes too yeah it's filled with people that are trying to get famous yeah so the vibe of the city's all fucked up totally that's right L A I said it how about you just suck it Brian suck what are you doing it. tweeting it's the end of this fucking goddamn podcast this shit was fun man. it was fun it's it always was. fun it's always Tommy fun. Segura. And if you um, think Tommy is hilarious when you hear him talk on the podcast, you could also check him on his podcast, which is Your Mom's House, that you can catch on the Death Squad Network. And One uh, of my favorite ones to do, too. Of course. He's hilarious, Fun. and so is his wife, and they do it together, which is a little bit pussy whip, but we're going to let him slide. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, bro. It is. It's great. I love it. I <laughs> your love wife you, is, His wife is super cool. Yeah. I remember when I met your wife, uh, your wife was going on at the Naughty Show, and there was a fucking uh, a girl beating a dude with a belt. Right before your your chick went up. Yeah. And I was talking to her, and she's like, what the fuck am I going to do with it? How am I going to follow this? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, she's got to follow that. Like, yeah. that's going to be hard. Like, yeah. you know, these people are screaming and cheering, and she just rocked it, dude. Yeah, she went crushes. Dude, she's hilarious, yeah. man. Super relaxed and super confident. And you follow her on Twitter, too. We'll give out her Twitter name. Her Twitter is uh, at Christina P, I P. hope. Yeah. Christina yeah. P. Just P? Just Christina P? Yeah, just Christina P. And... Yeah, she's she's awesome. She's hilarious. But if you really want to see Tom at his finest, you got to go see him do stand up. He's at the Ice House with, this weekend with me, but it's sold the fuck out, son. Damn. Yo, me and 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 Joey Diaz and Tommy Segura. But uh, when else can they see you? Where are you gonna be out? Uh, well, next Tuesday, I'm gonna be in Montreal for the festival. And Tuesday oh, night, I'm gonna do Ari's show at midnight in Montreal. In Montreal. Wow. Oh, and beautiful. Then I'm doing other shows throughout the week at the festival. Like I'm doing a HBO Canada show. A couple of uh, best of fest shows, and I'll try to post those like as soon as I know them. But definitely Ari's show Tuesday night and the week after. And what is Ari's show called? It's a storytelling show. And um, where's it at? 
I don't know. I don't so know. So it's in Montreal. It's Ari Shafir. in Montreal. Just, uh, if you want to find it, ask Ari Shafir, A-R-I-S-H-A-F-F-I-R <clears throat> on Twitter. Ask him, and he'll tell you what the fuck is up. I'm, I'm proud of Ari. He's, he's doing a lot of shit. Dude, now. he's, he's doing, doing a lot great. of these shows. And you can tell like he like he's really like like striding in his lane like he's really yeah. fucking blowing up and, and his stand up is great. getting better too everything yeah. everything's coming together he's doing fantastic the week after though I'll be in, in Denver at the Denver Improv oh shit so son August 4th through the 7th are you traveling with your wife or who you no with? I don't know who I'm working with I just know that I'm doing it um, nice yeah whoever. do they have you headlining there yeah you yeah. better yeah. those dirty bitches yeah so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun so Paramount Theater September 23rd, Joe Diaz returns to Colorado. Oh they tried God. to blacklist him. We would not allow it. This Sunday, uh, Michael Chavello will be doing a podcast with me. So Brian's going to Oh, I love me. Mike. Yeah, he's a great guy. And he's uh, going to hang out at the house. And his missus is going to hang out with my missus. And we're going to throw down on a fucking They're podcast. They're great, man. Yeah. They're great. They're I super cool. I saw them in Melbourne. And he took me to yeah. a very beautiful bathroom. A beautiful bathroom? Yeah, I have him tell you about it. Okay. It nice. He's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. I love that dude. So that's it for uh, this week. Next week, we got um, on the 27th, uh, Giorgio Sukolos from Ancient Aliens is going to be on the podcast. And uh, I'm fucking fired up for that. And we got a, a bunch of other people that we're going to try to get in here. Um, there's a few fighters, a few comics, a few different things. Brian Ebersol, I think he's going to do it. We're gonna, I'm, I gotta have to talk to him, and we're uh, gonna get Mayhem back as soon as Mayhem's done filming the Ultimate Fighter. And we got a lot of shit going down, bitches. And uh, the new studio, which we should be moving into very soon. I gotta, I gotta. As soon as I'm done here, I'm going right there. I'm looking at shit. Right. So that, yeah, that's you gonna come with me, bitch? I can't. Come on, son. You have a new studio? We're gonna make a new studio. We're gonna mm-hmm. make a studio in a. We're gonna do something in, a, in an actual office building. No shit. Yeah, man. I, I can't keep doing this in my fucking my office. My kids are in the background screaming. I feel like a douchebag dad that I want them to be quiet in their own house. Yeah. yeah. In one way, it's kind of cool because I like hearing like little kids screams yeah. in the background every now and then. Well, right now That's we're at. Uh, but I can't bring any skanks over the house either. Let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's part of the program. Part of the program program is uh, I can't bring any skanks over here. (laughs) Mrs. Rogan doesn't like it. The only time we've had skanks, excuse me, uh, questionable people, we did it over at uh, Brian's house. So now you know who you are. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) Andy Dick. That's right. (laughs) That's how the cookie crumbles. Hookers. All right. (laughs) Listen, love you guys. Can't wait for uh, Pasadena Ice House this weekend. According to the website, it's sold out. But uh, if you go there, word. You know, who the fuck knows? There might be some tickets laying around. Call them. What the fuck do I know? Can't wait to see everybody. And I'll see you Sunday. All right. Love you. Come on. Give me a kiss. Peace. And if you and like the uh, flashlight. Yes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I always forget. Um, the Joe Rogan Experience podcast was brought to you by the flashlight. <gasps> if you go to joerogan.net and click on the link for the flashlight and you enter in the code name Rogan, you will get 15% off the number one sex toy for men. And then what you do is <clears throat> you, um, you take it and you open up the box and you stick your penis inside of it. And you go like this. <sighs> and then you go to sleep. It's the best. It's the best. So we love you. We hope you love us back. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>